name is, my name is. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from West End Cigars Inside the Members Lounge. I'm Aaron. I'm Eminem. And I'm Tupac. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Something. Hey, <laughs> you should have been Dre. What about Dre? Oh, Dre. My bad. Tupac is still alive. Uh, <laughs> him and Elvis drinking martinis. It, well, I, it would be more like him and Biggie. They're down in like nah, that's too. They're down that's in Cuba, too, just chilling. That's too, that's too stereotypical. Too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was like, the reason why we started kind of weird is because like we we're talking college baseball. We were, and I was like, we're losing so much shit. Like so right much now. shit. Like, I'm not sure Arkansas baseball is that uh, global, but yes, <laughs> no, it's college, college baseball. College baseball is very good. I've already touched my eye, uh, literally a minute into the show, and already yes, hurts. thirty that's seconds. It hurts. That's quick. You are very. Um, Speedy Gonzalez. Yes. Hey, the old minute man. Who's, who's clicking? Stop clicking. Wasn't me. <laughs> uh, so today, tonight, now, uh, pulled out a, a cigar I don't think we've had for a while. Like this brand. It's been at least a year, probably. Probably. Last week. <laughs> yeah. uh, doing the Camacho Ecuador. Haven't had... A Camacho, I think, in long, long time. On the show. On the show, yeah. Um, but this was this is a, a Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a Brazilian Matafina binder, and then Dominican and something else filler. And that something else probably Honduran is Honduran. Yep. Uh, we're smoking the Churchill. Look at that. It's, it's almost like you're in the industry. <laughs> and, and like, I'm not. I yes, just, you are. I know. I know. Well, I, I, was say, I was saying that like sarcastically because <laughs> I knew what it was, but I had to open the iPad to <laughs> make sure it was on Duran. Uh, but yeah, doing the Churchill. Uh, we had this one and the box press. I, I like the box press a little bit better, but this one, I figured we'd, get, we'd have longer. Because I might try, because Steve and I are going on vacation yeah. next week. So I might actually split this show into two shows. I don't know yet. I'll just see how it goes in post. Okay. Um, but if it does, I wanted a longer cigar for that main purpose. But I want, I want a second cigar. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. So do you remember the Camacho before Davidoff had it? Um, I've got one Camacho that doesn't have the Scorpion on it. It just has... The C, so I think that is that's probably pre Davidoff mm-hmm. era. Yeah, yeah. You probably remember Mark, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah. Was yes. this a cigar for aficionados cigar that you had in the humidor up there? Um, yeah, we sold the we all. I mean, Camacho before and first of all, the triple Maduro <clears throat> mm. was one of the early this run of cigar popularity. One of the early popular cigars was the hard to get sort of yeah. clicky cigars was the triple Maduro because yeah. it was bang and fire. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and so it went, it had that odd shaped box. I don't know if it still does because I don't buy them anymore. Nope. Now they're just all like high gloss, <laughs> colorful. It was high gloss, but it was kind of, uh, Pyramid it, shape. It was pyramid shape, but it, without the the diamond on top. Oh, okay, yeah. so they kind of cut it off, and uh, and they those cigars were they were great. Um, they were strongish, but they were um, they were just 
great. I love Camacho. Camacho makes a lot of good cigars. <clears throat> Camacho makes very good cigars. Um, that cigar was just fantastic. Yeah. And the new Triple Maduro is not um, that good. I'm not going to criticize it. It's still um, a decent cigar, but uh, I like some of the other cigars more than I do that cigar now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Davidoff has definitely gone a different direction. <clears throat> I think the that is family the family we're doing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not to say that it's better or good worse. Or just different. Yeah, just different. Yeah, both good. I but do like the stuff that uh, Christian, Husto, and Julio are putting out, though. Mm-hmm. Let's see, L.E. Um, what's the name of their... What's the name of uh, Husto? What's mm. his company? Oh. I'm drawing a blank. Yeah. Don't know. But I know what you're talking about. And But the thing is, like, right when you say it. J-R-E. Yeah, J-R-E. I about to say, right when you say it, we're going to know exactly what it is. Like, of course, yeah, it's J-R-E. The P-R-E? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the D-R-E? Oh, yeah. Coming back full circle. Yeah. I had executives in town this week. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, they sat in the car along with Joey, who's on my team. Uh-huh. And, uh, I forgot that I was listening to Eminem <laughs> going into work, going into work <laughs> a touch loud. And, um, what about Dre was on nice. Cause I'd like that song. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. Although may not be appropriate for <laughs> some folks. And so it comes blaring out for uh, a solid 10 seconds as I, I'm like arranging myself, yeah. trying to turn it off. <laughs> All flustered and right. just like. I wasn't flustered. I, I liked the song. No, but it's but a be, shock to the senses when you right. forget. Like, you're not by yourself, but with the yeah. not people so you don't people know. But people in like the back seat are going like, yeah. what, what goes, what goes <laughs> going on? Joe goes, you just grew in my eyes. <laughs> and I go, yeah, I like Dre and I like Eminem. I apologize. That's like one day. Not uh, at all. One day, like when, uh. Mo and I left the shop in our separate vehicles and everything. You know, I got home first and she pulled up right behind me. So I just stayed in the garage waiting for her to get out. And I could hear her like coming up the driveway, but system of a down was just blaring (laughs) out of the car. And I just stood there like dumbfounded. And she opened the door. She's like, what? I was like, were you did like, was that turned up to a hundred of toxicity? (laughs) She's like, yeah. I was like, I love you. <laughs> There's times I've always said this, the mu- music match matches my mood. Yeah. So there lately things have been super hectic at work. And so my music matches my mood. It doesn't sometimes, it, you know, and that's why, you know, when I'm feeling down, I listen to sad country music because it, mm-hmm. it matches, but I've been so hectic recently that it's been Lincoln park. And, Oh, speaking of, have you heard the new Lincoln park song? I've not. You need to check that out. So it's it has Chester in it, but it was a song that they recorded, I guess, probably four or five years really? ago. Because uh, I was going to ask the inappropriate question. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, it's him, and it's you'll you you'll like it. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I do like me. The it could Lincoln it could Park. it could bring a tear to your eye. It's like oh yeah, Chester. Like Chester was the best. Yeah. yeah. Speaking yeah. Of, speaking of sad country. Um, I sent you all a link to a band that's coming to Little Rock. I do not want to go see him because it is sad country. It's not my, it's not my forte. But your guy Jason Isbell is coming to Little Rock. I know. Not all his stuff is sad. I mean, the the album that he made me listen to was just like yeah, but that, that's his best. I mean, that's an emotional solo. album. Oh, was it was it Elephant? Was that the As, album? Yes, it wasn't. That wasn't the name of it. I forget. It's like but, Southern something. But I think that was the song. I, Elephant. That's the one you obsessed about. Yeah. Yes. 
was like, what a goddamn yeah. sad wasn't Super fucking 8. song. Wasn't Super 8 the song about not wanting to OD in a yeah. Super 8? Um, wasn't that song. Uh, it wasn't Cover Me Up, which was also on that song. Oh, which that's is a great one. A, which is a song about railing your girlfriend in, a, in her bed, bed, bedroom, uh, semi-kidnapping her. Yeah. Um, wasn't yeah. that song. Yeah. Yeah. What? And I apologize, Mom, I shouldn't use the word rail. <laughs> Um, uh, but yes, I mean, that that's was, what the song was about. I mean, so. no, it's, it's semi kidnapping your girlfriend. I mean, if it now walks, his wife, if it walks, who, for the record, if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it, it's a duck. Yes. I mean. Who is also a very talented musician. Yeah. And the Shires. And they're, oh, com- yeah. they're coming else. With, they're coming with somebody else. So I'd, I've never heard of, but I've you, never heard of them either. Okay. I figure I didn't know if y'all knew. Who no, was, but. but I <clears throat> talked to Paula about that. And the she, hall, the hall is like. Kudos to them. They're getting some Damn. really good stuff. Yeah, they're putting on some great shows. Like there, um, there's a show I want to go to on Tuesday, but I have a prior engagement I can't go to. But Silver Sun Pickups is playing, and I'd love to go see them. That would be cool. I yeah. like them as well. And then the day we get back from the cruise, depending on what time we get back up here, yeah, there's a really awesome metal show that night. And I was like, "Fuck, I don't know if I can do that after traveling for what eight and a half hours, nine hours back." I don't know. We need to GPS it to figure out <laughs> how long. How long would drive? It's actually forty eight hours. <laughs> like I've already, like, are you hitting the road back on that that Monday? No, I probably won't leave till Tuesday. See, like Mo will be back, be back to work that Monday, and I'm Damn debating. I'm, I'm debating. I'm like, man, do I really want to do that? But it's like, eh, I don't know. I, I figure by then I'll be sober again because. I was telling her today, like, uh, if I don't have a nice constant buzz the whole time so it's with the with the drink package that we have, yeah, like I'm doing it wrong. That's well, only six and a half hours to Slidell. Oh, okay, so seven, seven and a half yeah. to New Orleans. I don't know how many how many P stops we got to take, but uh, yeah, that's the problem. Because we've never traveled together, like me and Mo, like we we can go. I don't know how are y'all. Y'all like I can't because uh, I'm diabetic. I have to stop and pee every few hours. So you can't like just do the, get used you can't to do the it. bottle thing. I mean, not with your wife and, and you in the car. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> well, what, I'm just with, if it was just you, maybe. <laughs> but I figure we'll be in the back. I'm going to subject your wife to that. I figure we'd be in the back, so you can. No, you. We'll put the girls in the back. They'll be asleep. <laughs> Kaylee will be asleep. Yeah, That's Mo, how she travels. Mo will just be on her playing her game or whatever, and we get in the car and. Usually, I like to leave super early. Yeah. Because I just want to get it over with. Oh yeah. Right. During the morning. Yeah. And so we what? get in the car, and Kaylee's up for about 25 minutes, and then she's out. She's and like, I'll be with you the whole week. <sighs> yeah, which is fine, because I turn on music or a podcast or yeah. an ebook or whatever, or an audiobook, and I just knock it out, right? And then she wakes up, and she's like, where are we? And I'm like, well, we've been here an hour. I've just been sitting in the car listening to, <laughs> listening to a book. So what we used to travel to or travel with, but since we haven't done any traveling lately, was Belinda Blinked. Oh, yeah. I, I finished we, it. Oh, you finished the whole thing? The whole thing. Yeah, we stopped on, like, book two. Oh, man. So we might have to, like, revisit book three or something. Dude, then. you haven't listened to any of this, have you? No. Oh, oh, my gosh. You know what we're talking about? It's so good. My dad wrote no. a porno. Oh, yeah. I've heard of, I've heard of the podcast. <laughs> so that's what it is. They read a chapter of the book every week. Yeah, no, I've heard friends. of the podcast. Oh, man. Yeah, it is great. I know you and D really have enjoyed it. I just yeah so behind on podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. So awesome, I, I haven't listened to that in oh, years. Yeah, probably. I finished it. Year, <laughs> years probably. I'm 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 hate listening to a book right now on Audible 
just trying to finish it. It's not as good as I th- was hoping for, Uh-oh. but it's a 43 hour book. What's that? Uh, the witching hour by, uh, uh, she's, she does like, I think the, I've got the, that one. Like the vampire, uh, um, and rice and rice. Yeah. And it's just like, it, I've heard it's amazing, but so far it's a slow burn and I'm like 10 hours in. I'm like, God, I just like, I don't know if I can do another 30 hours of this, but hopefully it gets better. But it's one of those things like I, I'm going to finish it, but it's just like I'm, I'm hate listening to it just to make myself finish it. I have more and more as I've uh, got farther into my, well, as I've gotten older, um, I have maybe 10 books that I've got like, You've bailed on? Yeah. Yeah. I'm debating. You just go. I have, there. there's a book I bailed on about a month ago that was like the seventh in the series that I liked. I'd liked because it was like interesting and funny mm-hmm. and <clears throat> all that. And then it got preachy and I just went, that's enough. <laughs> so like, like, like her movies and stuff I've enjoyed, like Interview with the Vampire. I like Anne Rice a lot. Queen of the Damned. I actually liked her, her religious stuff good. Stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, I, thought it was well told I, for me too i think the narration has to do narration with it can make well. a huge difference and yeah. it's just like that's what i'm i don't i don't know the lady there was actually a book that i quit listening to because it it got sad in the middle and i went okay that's enough <laughs> and then um did, because, the dog, did the dog die in the middle is that why so it was actually it, it was called it was a succubus book but ah. it was, oh so i listened i listened to everything interesting and the 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 point it was er- it, erotic it wasn't that no it wasn't or... it wasn't erotic at all but she met a guy she had was in love with a guy and then by she you mean the succubus the succubus succubi is is the guy and so, and then, and then the guy slept with someone else and then they were going to go in another direction. I said, well, that fucking kind of ruins the story. And so I went, and then my stepmother said, no, you need to keep listening. Cause it like turns out. Okay. And I went, of course it turns out. Okay. But I don't like this version. <laughs> so I eventually in Vegas, I finished it, like finished a book and a half playing slots and drinking. Yeah. And I did. The ending was fine. I'll, I'll, but I'll get, I like, I'm like anymore. It's like, I don't fucking like that. <laughs> like if I'm reading that kind of stuff, which yeah. is just bubblegum for my ears. Yeah. It's like, no. Yeah. And that's <laughs> the succubus just didn't become an alien from outer space. That's fucking not real. I, I mean, I'll finish the book. It's just, I but want I mean, to I, enjoy the book. Vampires, um, you know, uh, werewolves. I, uh, yeah. you know, all that stuff. I listen to everything. Yeah. I mean, just, everything and so like i there's shit in there like it's like you listen to teenage <clears throat> stuff and you go yes I when I, I think my problem I got, is, like i told you i love like yeah. 600 700 books in there oh and that's my thing i i came off such a high from the stand oh yeah to, no, to that yeah. where, where i kind of want to continue that but then it's just like you, you start with and you, you come back down and dark you, rivers of the heart yeah and then i start i want to pick back up it's like oh like this is about like an old family, you know, full of witches that started in New Orleans and it goes you back want a good to witch book, huh? Yeah, and that's what I was looking for because I've okay. other. I have to think about that. So, I mean, it's it's entertaining. So it's it it looks like it will be entertaining. Have you thought you, you thought about the the Twilight series? <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I'm not thinking there's. I'm not going to do Twilight. I'm trying to think of a good witch. Seriously. Like I wanted like a good like coven book and I just and and all the reviews 
it, it tickled the fancy of what I was looking for, and it might still be that, but 10 hours in. No succubus. It's, it's, <laughs> there has been no succubus. There's a couple really good succubus books. <laughs> and for the record, the one succubus book that I quit reading, very little sex. Now, some of them, some of them you, you just go, it. Uh, no, that's okay, a lot of sex. Let, let's put this to a rest. If you're listening to an audiobook, do you consider that reading it? No, I mean, well, you read the book. Yeah, I do. You read it with your ears? Yeah, you read it with your ears. But I mean, I, I consumed like, it. But I'll, people get okay. weird about the reading part. Yeah. And you just so, go, for who me, cares? I don't have. I, I know the story. I don't have time to sit down and, and read, yeah. right? But I'm on the road yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. You know, I've driven 3,000 miles in the last two weeks, right? 3,000 miles of Graceland? That's right. So, like, that's when I have time to consume content. Mm hmm. And so it's either that or I listen to, you know, a bunch of idiots talk about golf or whatever, <laughs> aliens, you know, whatever, serial killers. Yeah. So why not do a book? No, I think it's a great way to consume a book, especially if you drive a lot. Yeah. And uh, so I think it's a great way. So you're so. talking about vampires and stuff. Kaylee and I, for some reason, were flipping through trying to find something to watch and we tried to watch True Blood. True Blood, one of my fa favorite sort of. She's from uh, here. She's from here. Yeah, the, the the author of that series. The show is awful. Everybody uh, raved about it on TV when it came I haven't out. Seen it really I think much. it's because it is was it? it was one of the early uh, like explicit nudity shows. A lot of nudity. That everybody was into that. Is it a, right? is it's it, like, oh, it's great. Is it Sookie Suckhouse? Sookie Stackhouse. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so, Lord, what are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> Succubus. <laughs> No, it's it, and Crush it's and it's got uh, it's got the guy from the stand, um, uh, Skarsgård, in it. Yeah, yeah um, I don't know who that is, but yeah, um, the show, the accents are absolutely awful. Well, because they're like the story like, is terrible. Like they're playing like <laughs> deep. De I like the books. They're all like I'm not going to say. The I have to check the books out, but the, bo the books. I'm not going to say they were the stand level. Yeah, but I thought they were really good. I read I'll the whole to series. Check it out. At the end, it got weird because it introduced fairies and a bunch of other... Uh, oh, that's the line? <laughs> Vampires a bunch of and other, werewolves are okay with. But. Right. A <laughs> bunch of other types of species, and it got complicated to the point where it sort of lost, it jumped the shark. <laughs> I, love, some, I love how the fairies is what jumped the shark. Yeah, that's the you. line. <laughs> some some series is, uh, do okay with that. And that one felt to me like that was it got too complicated. Well, the show is awful. Don't don't even try. Okay, it. it's well, terrible. I don't, I don't watch TV. Have you listened to any of the uh, Lord of the Rings books? Yes, all so, of them. So which ones have you included the similarly? So have you listened to the ones by that Andy Circus is reading or by? I don't remember who read them. It's been a long time. I've listened to them on yeah when I say tape. Oh, okay. So it was not Andy Circus. <laughs> So Andy Circus is a great, you know, you know who Andy Circus is. He's the yep. one that played Gollum. He played a, I mean, he's a great yeah, no, voice actor, that. inventor of the circus tent. They were um, <laughs> theatrical the performances, so there were several yeah. people reading them. Oh, okay, okay. So there was so like uh, Pee Wee cool. Herman. So you had like Fall Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> nice. <laughs> as Gandalf and uh, wait, I, are you fucking with me? Yes, okay. but they were. Um, <laughs> of course, I'm fucking with you. Okay. Is it Sunday night? I just oh, is oh it Sunday gosh. night or not? But it was a theatrical performance. I mean, like um, uh, uh, 
Douglas Adams books and I'm blanking on it. That was our theatrical performances. And so they were, I think they were done on the BBC originally. Okay. So they repackage them and I enjoy them. So you had like Foley artists doing sound effects and stuff as well. Yeah, a little little bit. And then, but really just different voice actors doing different characters, actually women doing women. And like, um, wheel of time, Robert Jordan, um, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a fantasy. Like, uh, um, you know, they had Kate, um, Kate Winslet. Or no, was it's it? Kate Allen. Kate something. Uh, it's not Kate Allen because Kate Allen is my friend who wrote wrote <laughs> another book. But it's Kate something. Well, you have a friend author. I do. Oh. Um, and uh, I have. A, uh, yeah. And she's really. <laughs> Kate is the one who. I don't think he believes you. <laughs> Kate is the one who uh, did the radio blues and R and B stuff in oh, college. Okay. Okay. okay the yeah. friend who like when she came down here and yeah. then her and I like talk music the whole time. She's, yeah. She's the one who like was at, when we was asking when somebody asked, should it, is it, is your favorite band, the stones or the Beatles or Elvis? And I said, that's not the question. That's a ridiculous question. <laughs> I've never heard, I've never heard Elvis thrown in there. Mm-hmm. I said, it's the Beatles or the stones. You can ask Elvis or like Elvis, Elvis, Elvis needs to go against like, Somebody Johnny who's generous. Yeah, like yeah, like the same kind of it's generational. See, but that's the thing. Like I, Elvis, wh- and she goes, wh- "Well, Elvis transcends." And I said, "Well, so does Led Zeppelin. Elvis or Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. Yeah, we're done." <laughs> See, that's. I think you, do you do you pair them? That's the thing. Maybe we should redo this. Like <clears throat> Stones and Beatles, like they're both rock groups, but I wouldn't pair them together. So. They were arch rivals. So it's That's making, why you pick. But like, if you want to pair them together, you'd almost go like monkeys or beetles. Yeah. And then you'd go like Zeppelin stones. Maybe. Because they're yeah. a little heavier. And then like Costello, Presley. Closer, yeah, closer genre. But going back to the the voice actors, the, the Wheel of Time has three voice actors, a female and then two males mm-hmm. to cover different characters. And so it's not like a full production, but it gives you a little more. Uh, it's actually easier to listen to. If you like the voice actors, because you can recognize they read different parts yeah. from the nice, different yeah. parts. And the way Robert Jordan writes is he writes these three chapters are from Egwene's point of view, who's one of the female characters, yeah. or from Nynaeve, who's from the, and, and she would vary her voice so you could tell the difference between the two. Mm. And so it was always easy when, especially when you got in the car and you go, oh, this is Nynaeve. Yeah. And so made it easier to listen to. And those books were, I mean, seriously, there was 15 books and they yeah. were all super long. And so like you, you invested a year. Have you watched the show on, on Prime? It was so Prime? fucking good. Is it good? So when they, when the <clears throat> battle. Uh, so I, I know oh, nothing. I've never watched the show. I got a heart on it. Just wouldn't go down for a week. <laughs> You should call the doctor. No, I shouldn't. That's when, when he started reading when the, the battle, book. Uh, <laughs> when the battle Aja's fought, the battle Aja fought for uh-huh. the first time, which is the group of uh, witch women. Uh-huh. Um, when they fought for the first time, oh my God. So will I get my, my coven kick out of that? Well, I mean, thing? Uh, so. Um, he says it's more fantasy. Ace right? Adai are really magic using. Ace of base? I don't know. <laughs> um, so uh, they're like magic using women who control the world. Okay. So like Mo would like it. Okay. No, it's. I think it's an awesome series. And then men, it, there's magic in the world. Yeah. And men and women are both one half and the other half. So I've. I've and I've, us men, we fucked it up. 
So I've, I've got so it. All the, Imagine all the, that. Yeah. All the men who surprise, are like surprise. snowflakes, like you don't yeah. you think the men are always being criticized, which they may or may not be, are offended by the show. But it's the whole premise of the show. You're just going like, if you're going to be offended by that, don't read the book. Oh, I, it's like I have no, I have no. Qualms. I know you, I, I know who the leader of our household is. It's Mo. Like, right. <laughs> like she will destroy me. Plain right. and simple. Right. <laughs> we agree. And so, uh, but it's I love that book. But the problem is, it's 15 books and that's a that's hundreds a, of hours. So I've got a credit. Yeah, that's you. Why I listen to everything at time and a half. Oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. Yeah, you just got to fix into. You got to get fixed into. <laughs> I can't do that. So I've got a credit starting, I guess, at midnight tonight. So one I've, I've, I've had my eye on, it was that one, but also, I forget the author, but uh, he's done ones I, I know you've liked, but he did like um, American Gods. Oh, my but, uh, God. Good, uh, but Good Omens is. Good Omens. So I've watched, I've watched good the Omens show. Is, and love the show. Is Terry Pratchett. That reads that one? No, t- Terry Pratchett did Good Omens, right? Not no, it's the, it's the same. Neil it's Gaiman's. A, it's a, yeah, Neil. It's the same. So, you have you listened to American Gods? Uh, no, I've actually I've read I've actually actually read read part of it, and then I watched a few of the oh, few of the episodes Jesus. on it. You read, it looked, read it. I so read read. You read read part of it. <laughs> part of it. <laughs> Greek gods. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. No, it 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 definitely. Geez. So I'm like I'm I'm doing another book as right now, and it's uh, the Song of Achilles, and that's hitting my. Who wrote that? Yeah, uh, I don't I've know. Read that, it, I think it's, it's somebody I've never heard of, but she did she did she did that one and uh, and then another Greek like Greek Odyssey style book. But I think uh, I've read that one. Song of Achilles is the first one, and it and it's I've really enjoyed that so far. But I have an Madeline issue. Madeline Miller. Yes, and I've. But I'm doing that one and the, American the Gods hour for the same you time. with your you you like that sort of oh I love like Greek Greek, Greek mythology. mythology is my favorite American Gods really okay oh. I need Neil Gaiman's oh Neil I mean just, I, yeah. like he did the, the Sandman too and, oh yeah it's yeah. just so good all right I'll, I'll I'll do well I guess I guess I'll do American Gods because I've actually watched all no of good I mean Omens. Good Omens if he I was I've read it I liked it I thought it was Terry Pratchett <clears> and maybe you there's need to two watch books the sh- you need to watch the show. There's five books in the American God series. Is there yeah. like is there like Egypt or like uh, England gods? Is and, there really? And like That's what it says, South American gods. I just listened to the first one, so I guess I I, I have fifty books in my queue. <laughs> in your queue, Jesus. When do you? I, get, you, I mean, do you listen like during work? Dry, like working no. on your computer. I'm on the phone all the time. Oh, okay. All right. So the box set has. American and I don't guide. know what order these are in, or if any. Alphabetical. Um, the Ocean at the End of the Lane. Uh-huh. Anansi Boys? Is that how you say The Anansi Boys. Anansi I've Boys. listened to that one. American Gods, Stardust. Listen to that one. Neverwhere. Oh, I've listened to four of the five. The Ocean at the End of the Lane, I, I, I don't, I'm not as familiar with that. Put that in your shopping cart. I will. Anansi oh, so boys. I, I think I read was, them backwards. I think that's in order. Anansi boys, banging, weird as fuck. Neil Gaiman's. <laughs> you feel like you should drink tequila with Neil. See, Gaiman's. like I, I like trash books like um, uh, Da Vinci Code and Angels and Demons. Whoever the uh, was it? Is it John Brown? 
who who did that one. Why, why do you call that trash books? Because it's every I love them, but it's like it's kind of like watching a Fast and Furious movie. It's one where you can just kind of turn your brain off and just enjoy an hour and it's a half feel it yet. of just yeah. It's not home, <laughs> um, but like it's it's written it's written for anybody to enjoy and comprehend, but it it gets a bad rap and then. And, Extrapolate into conspiracy theories. Yes, and do they get th- do like the Iliad in audiobook, like the original style yes. with the music? Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, so they. Um, I've really been untempted. So, like, like <laughs> I've actually read the original <laughs> Iliad where it's wrote in poem form, like it was written yeah. in Homer's time, and then they do a rendition of the book where they take everything down and then make it into a more our era time book mm. and it's interesting no what i was asking is do they do the audio book like the original like because originally it was written with an instrument correct well no it was he it, performed it it was re- well it was written like for a play but it's written in staminas so you have like almost like yeah and it's designed he and plays it, an instrument as yeah, he goes through yeah, it correct? so like yeah so like the ones you have now so I don't I, do it that I way. haven't, no. The ones okay. I've read, I've actually read, read. Is it Stamina's? Stamina's? St- Stamina's. Stamina. I don't know. It's no. Stanzas? Stanzas. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> See? Again. You fucking this knew. This Aaron pronunciation <laughs> brought to you by. You fucking knew what I meant. I did. Um, but you oh actually God. confused me because it, I knew it wasn't right. I didn't know what yes. it was. But it's, yes. it's hard. It's kind of like, uh, like a, a divine comedy. And mm-hmm. it's like it's it's a really good book, but it's hard to read in the way they wrote and spoke. Yeah, it is really three thousand years. Do you ago. like Dean Koontz? I do. I love Dean Koontz. You have you done? I Dark would I, I would almost argue he's a better horror and like th- thriller artist than Stephen mm-hmm. King. Yeah, you um, not in the thriller. Well, sort of in the uh, action comedy. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> Sort of not in the... <laughs> like 48 hours? <laughs> um, right. Have you ever read Dark Rivers of the Heart? Not, no. It's like a government conspiracy slash adventure thing. Oh. And it's one of my top 10 books. Just really And it's interesting. a Dinko- Dinkoots one? Yep. Right. Yeah, I love, I love Dinkoots. Yeah, some Coots. of his shit. Coots? Coots. That's a hard word I always want to say. Always Coots? Say. Well, I want to say, yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I do. Everybody knows. I do know the word. I'm trying to get you to say it out loud. <laughs> um, the, but the Australian slang for fuck, <laughs> like what I say. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, some of his scary books are totally scary. One of the best ones I read was I think it was called Virtuosity. I believe that one was. I mean, just like had me on the edge of the seat. I think I read that book front to back. In one sitting. I just could not put that down. And I've only done that two times. I did that one. And then who's the author from Arkansas that does like all the legal shit? Um, Oh, John Grisham. Grisham, John Grisham. But one of his other books that's not legal stuff was called Playing for Pizza. Have you ever read that? No. It's a great book. So it's about a former football player, pro football player, that was like in the Super Bowl, broke his leg or got hurt lost the Super Bowl off like an like a pick six or something, went into like like lost everything, lost the like team cut him, all that kind of stuff. He moves to Italy to play for like a like a just a rec league and they just play for that was mine. And they play for they play for like pasta at the end of the game. And like that's all they do. And it's so just like 
heartwarming and fun and good and read it in mm. one sitting on Christmas huh. Day, the day I got it. Yep. Mm. But cool. I've never, I only, I always thought that all he did was the legal drama stuff, which I don't give two shits about. But that one was really good. But you give one shit? I gave one <laughs> shit. I honestly, I probably read more than half that book probably on the toilet. That's where you get some really good reading done, you know? Okay. Uh, Never borrow a book from Aaron. <laughs> you don't have to explain that to me. Uh, so, Steve, something happened 11 years ago today that okay. is, like, big in the sports world. Do you know what it is? I have no clue. I have it queued up. Tell me what sport. Maybe I can guess it. Oh, I think that's going to give it away. Oh. It's one of the greatest trash talk lines to ever happen. Oh, the bowling deal. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And he got it! <laughs> happened 11 years ago today. That's interesting. It's one I didn't the, realize. It's one of the greatest like trash talk lines ever. That is one of the big ones. Who do you think you are? I am. Oh, it's just like if you've never actually seen the video, you I mean, he's wearing like pit viper glasses, bowling. Is this What's PW3? his name? Uh, I don't it's it, it should I mean, tell you who it is. It is a bowling name. It's Pete Weber the 3rd, right? It's, it's got to be It's Pete Weber. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, so he's winning like his fifth title, and they interview him later about it. I think it was on one of the anniversaries of it, yeah. and, and they ask him about it, and he's like, you know, I was... He blacked out. He just yeah, doesn't remember. Yeah, he's like, I was so caught up in the moment. Like, I don't even really remember saying <laughs> that. But I, he said, like, I was trying to say two things at the same time, and it right. just came out. <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> it's the greatest thing. Right. I'm glad that we all recognize that it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Well, like, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I love it. Are you, are you into bowling? I, I'm, I like it. I'm not good at it. You guys used to bowl, right? I was a fill-in bowler in Paula's league. Paula's the bowler. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not as good as you are, mm-hmm. um, but I, I'm. I haven't been doing it for a few years, so I'm not so, very good anymore. Say so you own a ball. I like, have three. Okay. That makes my point even better. <laughs> right. When you own. Do you, you wax your balls? <laughs> Paul owns a ball. Or when, two. When you, when you own like that, like a, a accoutrement. Yeah. The, a specific sporting thing. Like you're a little better. I haven't done it in a couple of years. I seriously have not been to a bowling alley in over a year. Maybe, maybe two now. Well, the new one just opened up. So yeah, good luck. Yeah, I know. Which like one is that? Is full main, main event. Main event, yeah. They did their grand opening on Friday in Little Rock, and it, I mean, it's going to be packed. It's it's Dave and Buster's with a bowling alley. Well, they've got laser tag. they got a bowling alley. they got an arcade. they got a pool hall. they got all strip kinds club. of stuff. Ropes course, I think. Nice. No strip club. See, like, when I bowl, I, I have to – it's hard to find a bowling ball to fit my fucking fingers, so that's – Issue number one, and you, no, and when I meat, meat claw, I, 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 have, I have fucking sausage fingers. Um, okay. But like in the, I like in, sausage. 
but not in finger Daddy, form. Would you like some sausage? <laughs> and so when I do find the one that actually fits my fucking banana hands, it's always like a sixteen pound ball. So it's like I can't like even get it in twist. Like so, I just rocket that can't. bitch down the down the lane as okay. straight as I can. And How, what's what size ball do you throw? Fourteen or fifteen. Depending on how I'm feeling. Yeah, so, like, I, I've never been able to do the twist and turn. And the closest to bowling I got, like, growing up is I wore bowling shoes, to high, like, as shoes growing up. My uh, my brother's gotten back into it. He's He bowls in a league now, like, every Friday. <laughs> just, <laughs> just fucking kicked in. He wore bowling shoes, and he didn't bowl. I was, I was a... I no, was, we can stop there. That's all I needed to know. I was a fucking, like... I was a, I was a punk in high school, so I, I wore it. bowling shoes. Like know? the slick bottom bowling shoes, or like that style of shoe. No, it was bowling shoes, but they like weren't slick after a couple days. Like, well, no, just, you wear them out on the gravel. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah, it just becomes normal shoes. But they're fucking bowling, bowling shoes. shoes. <laughs> I caught them from Goodwill. You know. So my brothers got back into it, and he went to get a new bowling ball, and they had to order a new drill because they didn't have one big enough to go around his thumb. <laughs> got to fit his thumb. He's got a he's got a chode thumb. <laughs> But his hands, like you think you have sausage fingers? Yeah. My brother is probably 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, the largest fingers I've ever met on a man, <laughs> less than six foot tall. It's really? unreal. See, like mine, are, they're not, I guess they're like long-ish, I guess, but they're just like, they're they're meaty. They're girthy. <laughs> I've, got some, I've, got, I've got some tuna can fingers, you know? Yeah. It was, yeah, he was telling me that story, though. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, they didn't have one big enough. They had to use a thumb, a thumb drill for his fingers, and they had to order a new one for his thumb. For his thumb. See, my, my parents were in a bowling league before I was born. Like, they, that's, I feel like, I think, like, every parent were in a bowling league in the 80s. Yeah, in the did. 80s, a lot of people did it. I did a junior bowling league. We were. Me and uh, Greg Scruffy Patterson and I won. The, uh, Everybody should have a friend named Scruffy. <laughs> you know exactly. <laughs> and we uh, we won the uh, the league, but I don't recall yeah. being any good at it. We finished second one year, kind of on a weird deal. Like uh, we were leading the league by like two games, and then the last week it was us and the and the team that was in second place, and they beat us all three games. So Ooh. we end up. So we must have been up by three. We end up tying, so we have to go to a, a roll-off. And they just absolutely demolished us that day. All four of the bowlers on my team just played awful that day, including myself, and we got our butts kicked. So, like, I don't think – I might have bowled over 200, you know, twice. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I know in high school, one of my good friends, he was – like, we all thought he was going to go professional bowler. Like, before he was out of high school – he he bowled numerous three hundred games. Like his name is still down on the wall over at the bowling alley in, in Benton, and like he was just a really good bowler. But like, I, but I never enjoyed playing with him because when he was playing, he was always like playing and practicing and stuff like that. And we were just like, we want to go on Cosmic Night because they turn the black lights on and the strobe <laughs> lights the on and up. shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what I, that was, so, that was fun with me. What's interesting with the pro bowlers is not necessarily the guy that is the best bowler, right? It's the guy that can adjust to the different Lanes. patterns. And, and so those are the guys that win. So it's, I mean, I know guys that, that bowl 300 regularly and they, they're not good right. enough to be professionals because they're used to their a home, specific their type home lane. of lane. Yeah. So you start going to different, and especially when you get to that level, they change the the grease pattern up every every time you bowl. What do you mean? Change the grease pattern. 
So they have a machine that like goes down and puts yeah. oil on the lane. Yeah. Well, they put like designs in it. Like yeah, it doesn't change just, the it, setup. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now give me a ski ball. Fuck. I love ski ball. I suck at ski ball. Man, I love me some ski ball. Especially when you climb up top and you just drop those bitches in the uh, five. You, you <laughs> cheater. No. So in Branson, there's a, there's a place called like ski ball alley. And it's like, it was, it's funny because it was like this, like, Almost like a seedy part of like the play out behind the bowling alley. Yeah, somewhere. So it was like, but it was just an alley, <laughs> just out the alleyway, just an alley full of like forty to fifty ski balls, and it's huh. just like it was like underground ski ball tournaments were happening and shit. It was huh. interesting. Like I was just always good at ski ball. Paula likes playing ski ball. We go to uh, Dave and Buster's whenever we're out in Scottsdale. She likes it. She's just not very good at it. And then she gets irritated because we. I tend to walk in mm-hmm. with. <laughs> I know you think you are, but I am. <laughs> um, and so nobody yeah. fucks with the Jesus, <laughs> right? And so um, <laughs> you show up with your own ski balls. I, but whatever we play, so whatever we play, so we go just like one afternoon, like Tuesday afternoon. I think is like double coupon day or whatever, and so we just play all afternoon. It's, Super fun. It's like a yeah. couple thing. And so, you know, we're on vacation and, and, and she always like, she always shit talks to me. I'm going to kill you at ski ball and you just go, <laughs> okay. So like, I, I, I've like, we'll show up and we'll find out. I, I feel like I've <laughs> always, we always seem to find out. I've always been good and I've always enjoyed and, and I've always been pretty good at carnival games, like ring toss and like the basket, like throwing the, the trying to get three balls in the basket and, all that kind of shit. Like I've just always been I've pretty good. I've always that. been pretty good at any game that didn't involve running fifty miles. <laughs> just in general. So don't so ultra marathons are out of. Right. Okay. <laughs> Anything that was based around hand eye coordination or something like that, I'm always I've always been pretty good at. I'm yeah. not saying great at. I'm just yeah. pretty good at. I can play them easily initially. And if you can explain the rules to me, like, oh, okay, fine. I'm decent at, and then I'll get better. Like, just that's the way it is. I mean, I, I don't have I have decent hand-eye coordination, and I'm quick to pick up things. Like, understand I'm the, the same rules. way. All those like obscure sports and like weird games, I'm good at too. Yeah, it's something about it. Like somebody says, you, you paddle ball, kick your ass, and I go, how how fucking hard is this based on tennis? Pickleball, pickleball, yeah, yeah. or paddleball. I want to try pickleball. I've never tried. Well, it. Let's go try pickleball. But I mean, like, I go. I, so this is like for old people, so I don't really have to run. It involves a paddle. You put a paddle or a racket in my hand, and I'm super dangerous. So pickleball used ping pong, I'm really good at ping pong. Pickleball used to be for old people. Yeah, now the young Now it has swept the nation. I know. I have, I, have good, I have friends who are super good athletes who play, and you just go, this feels like a waste on you, dude. <laughs> so like, guys like I used to play tennis with, like who yeah. were like, who were like, couldn't really play tennis, but they could run down everything. And yeah. you know, you're super fucking like I, annoying. I, I love playing but racquetball. But that's fine. I can make you run all day. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Like, I love playing racquetball, but it was like, I was just fucking burnt. Like, See, I've never played that either. Two minutes in, I'm like, I'm sucking wind and just can't <laughs> yeah. do it anymore. Problem with racquetball is it's an unnatural motion, which yeah. means that I'm icing my knees and back. <laughs> all <laughs> after the about two hours. Yeah. After about two hours, I'm like icing all those things because you're just crouch super low like a like a ninja and then like running full speed and diving into corners yeah Yeah. you've got a burst of speed right now two games i've always wanted to play but i never have what i think i could i don't know if i'd be good at but i feel like i could is like lawn bowling 
You never played lawn bowling? Never done that, but also what uh, is lawn bowling? So you get, it's it's you almost like it's almost like it's almost like well, no, no, maybe I'm thinking like shuffle shuffleboard, but on on lawn. What the fuck are you talking about? Wait, is it maybe that is lawn bowling? So are you talking about the Italian game, which is uh, you throw out the little ball and then you throw? I yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's um, bocce ball. Bocce, bocce ball. ball. Yeah. Mm. Like I've always wanted to do that. I've played curling. fucking hundreds of hours really? of bocce ball, <laughs> although only remember a subset of it. <laughs> was, there, was there Bev's involved? No, I'm uh. not commenting what what was involved. And then what was the other one? Curling. Curling. Yeah. I'm, I want to try I'm, curling. I have no interest in curling. Like, would you be a, a thrower or be a sweeper? Well, you got to do both. Well, I know, is but there, like, what do you think? Is there ice? Is it cold? Yeah. <laughs> I flipped. I flipped them off just so, so that everybody on the podcast. So, like, I feel like I have like a finesse hand. I could. I could put a little yeah, English on, what the, I've heard. on the on the Mo stone. said you have a finesse hand. Slow hand. Hey, hey, it's these thick fingers, man. Oh gosh! I'll tell her not to listen to minute forty-five of this. <laughs> um, bocce ball is awesome. I mean, and right. I mean. You haven't played bocce ball, really? No. Well, I mean, where am I going to fucking play bocce ball at? Your Somebody's backyard. backyard. Your so, backyard is perfect for it. So, Jeff not, Garcia. The, the lower part? Yeah. The, <laughs> so well, you Aaron can't play Doty, on the hill. Aaron the first and Jeff Garcia and uh-huh. Hob and I used to play bocce ball for hours on end while drinking beer and smoking cigars. You knew the San Francisco quarterback? Aaron, <laughs> Jeff Garcia, no. Although his, his wife is attractive, but she's not a playmate. <laughs> She's actually. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't know Jeff Garcia the yeah. quarterbacks was. Yes. Oh. But um, um, but she does uh, engineer airports. So. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, he's he's actually uh, awesome. All three of those guys, yeah. you would love them to death. But yeah, we played bocce ball like nonstop for ten. Actually, years. Aaron's backyard would be interesting. We could put the ball in That'd the bottom nice. part, throw the other balls to the top, and they got to roll back down. down. That would actually be kind of fun. <laughs> I feel like we need to start playing bocce ball for money because you guys are fucked. <laughs> but like, I like so my my what about I, cornhole. Oh, oh, tons. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not. I'm not very good at that. I'm out of practice on that. Yeah, I don't find cornhill cornhole that interesting compared to bocce ball, where there's a lot more subtlety. I mean, it's it's an old uh, Italian game. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's designed to be actually be played like in it's like not, dirt field or not dirt right, field, but like sand. Yeah, and there's there's subtlety to it. You spin because the other balls you spin the ball mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. throw it this way or you throw it this they're, way because they're not really round. They're like kind they're, of. They're like, ribbed for her pleasure. They are. They're like <laughs> oblongs. No, it's like it no. is. It's no, they're ribbed. Yeah, they're, they are. They're, they're, they're ribbed, circular. Yeah. What is? But it also is kind of like it kind of has the same shape of like a, a curling stone, doesn't it? I didn't no. think they were fully round. They're fully round. Oh, okay, but they're ribbed. They so, are ribbed. Yeah. So yeah, you can put a little English and stuff on it. Yeah, a lot of English. On it. Yeah. yeah, spin back, hit you in the head. You can do all that stuff. <laughs> I mean, if you throw it hard enough, it, I mean, I guess eventually it will come back around. Right, you just got to throw it hard enough, it'll come around hitting you in the back of the head. Superman it. <laughs> no, like, uh, so my my great aunt and uncle that lived in San Francisco, when I go travel and, you know, go stay with them, like, they would go to the bocce ball court because yeah. they were fucking old, and I'd Whoa, just judge. Hang, out with, <laughs> hang out with them, but I never played. But like, No, it's a great well, game. A lot of... A lot of apartment complexes have put those in with AstroTurf. So the uh, our old 
Bowman place. And you never played. Oh, so it wasn't open when we left there. It was on like phase four or something. Uh. Um, and yeah. I didn't, yeah. So just the over there. Phoenix, um, timeshare or the Scott's timeshare has shuffleboard, which I don't like as much cause it's, yeah. yeah. But you do have sticks that you can hit. Now, now like that's a good bar game. Like get the, get the sand. Well, this is the big push like ones. Yeah. yeah. Like, but I like the, the sand, the sand ones. Yeah. Once again, hundreds mm. of hours. <laughs> I feel like I'm confessing stuff that I'm going to have to answer to in about two weeks. I get a text in the middle of the night. What do you do with your life? <laughs> Smoke cigars? And the play, answer, the play answer mom, sports. is a bunch of stuff I shouldn't have. <laughs> You're 50-something. You can do what you want. <laughs> this stuff, like, yeah. <laughs> but mom's still Fucking moving along. Mom still rules off, right? <laughs> right? Mom, mom rules off. Yeah. My mom's birthday, I called her. I probably said this last podcast. Mm-hmm. Blessed to have my mom around for my entire 56 years. She had me when she was young, young. And uh, and uh, it's a blessing because I got to do a ton of things with my mom. But now I feel like I've got to explain everything, right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, I kind of did that. Yeah, I'm going to, my mom's having her last chemo, I guess, this Fucking week. awesome. Great. So Thursday, she's going to, Sorry. to ring the bell. So we're all, awesome. we're all going to go. I take back all the swear word. <laughs> no, so it's that fun. is no, it amazing. Is. It's fucking awesome. I'm, it's, I'm glad. That is great. And it's just like. That's the best awesome. news in like yeah. a long time. So, and she's getting. How's she feeling? She, she's uh, probably she, wore out. She she is worn out. Like it's the past couple treatments have been more hard on her than the early, the early ones. But the, the doctor was saying like the, the last wow. two will be a little more difficult. So like she got it too we, I guess 10 days ago as of today. And then she has her last treatment in three days from now or two days from now. So, but she's getting her, her appetite back and she's finally putting back on some weight. I mean, she's the tiniest woman. She's, yeah. She was a thin lady she's to, a, to begin. She's a hundred pounds soaking yeah. wet. I mean, she like how she had us boys. Why are you wetting down your mom? <laughs> no, no, gross. <laughs> Like, like we went all we all went out to eat uh, for lunch oh, yesterday. And man. She actually ate a bunch of Mexican food. So nice, was, that was good. And like they'd never been to Costco before, so we went to Costco and walked around and like didn't just, buy anything. Oh no, that <laughs> yeah, was we bought a lot of shit. Bought a lot of shit for like the uh, trip and stuff. They still got golf balls. Still got golf balls. I need to get some golf. The curling golf balls. Yep. <laughs> Supposedly the new um, putter comes out. I guess before summer, and it's supposedly a, a, a Scotty putter, Scotty Cameron putter. I'll have to see it, but yeah, I, I have one of those. I don't need another. I don't have a Scotty, but it's like supposedly made in the same factory, and instead of saying okay. Scotty Cameron on the bottom, it will say Kirkland. So interesting. I'll check it out. Yeah, I mean, if it's anything like the golf balls, like the golf balls are. Really good golf balls. Well, and most of their so clubs what, come out of the who, Callaway stuff. Yeah, who makes the golf balls? Callaway. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Like I they swear actually, they actually got an old cease and desist from that was the previous the model. Previous that one. was from Titleist. Yeah, the TB five. No, or T- the Pro V one. Pro V one. Yeah, they got a C, like a true cease and desist letter. Like you cannot sell these because it it is violating the. So it is the trade. same. It is the same thing. Yeah, this ball, I swear, feels like a Chrome Soft. The only difference is the cover is not as durable. It cuts easy. That's literally the only difference I have been able to tell between the two. 
We got a cease and so they were dead copying Pro V ones. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And this and they and they just <laughs> balls, <laughs> testicles. Yeah, like okay, because I'm a um, right. I think maybe they like Tylus actually sued them. Yeah, like, it wasn't just a cease and desist. Like, yeah, like yeah, they they sued them. So that's when they switched to how much are they there? Uh, twenty seven for two dozen. How much? For two dozen, yeah. yeah, it's crazy cheap. It's like a dollar twenty-five a ball to try. It's unreal. Yeah, I don't have a. It feels like a Chrome Soft. I've never hit a Chrome Soft. I've never. It's been. I shouldn't say never. It's been a. It's been fifteen years since I hit. It's, so I so like, I've played Pro V ones, um, forever. So like yeah. of of the of the handful of different balls I've shot, like I started out with like the. The You're supposed to hit them with a golf club, hit. not shoot them. <laughs> yeah, you shoot them, they don't last very long. <laughs> I, I did the uh, the, Will, tells the, me they don't the, right the Wilson, the Wilson Chaos. Like it was good, and then I no. then you <laughs> no, yeah. it's not, and then you had those, so I played those. I was like, okay, it, yeah, it feels like I got a little bit. How often good. do you cut a ball? If he's telling me it cuts easy, that doesn't seem like a good choice for you. <laughs> I mean, I can. I mean, when I do a draw, it's all by accident. It's not. <laughs> it no, but not. right. Okay. <laughs> That's not what I mean. How how often does the wall become unplayable because you damage the cover? Uh, I mean, usually like if I if I'm actually playing a true good round, I can get maybe four. Does he holes. take a ball out of play if he cuts it? It just goes into the waters frequently if enough I, if, that it doesn't if, matter. Okay. If I hit a cart path, I won't play with that ball again because it will it will mar it up <laughs> okay. really well. Good to see you have standards. So Okay. What are you shaking your head for? <laughs> okay. I've, I've seen We're having get, a private real golfer conversation. <laughs> I've seen I don't you mean to trees just... and, and cart paths, and you just play the ball because you're eventually going to lose it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not jogging you out, dude. It's not going to take that you long. You should do that. Yeah, absolutely. A, right. But if, but, if I, but if I hit it, if I know I hit a cart path and it bounces back into the field, I'll look at it, and if it's got like a, a distinct like mar on it, yeah, I'll I'll throw it, I'll chunk it in the, I'll chunk it in my bag. Not to say I probably won't grab it, you know, some two some holes later. Oh, sure, two holes later because then it fixes itself while it's in your golf bag. Yeah, that's right. It's Hermione's bag. It just like well, after the first two off the tee go into the to the creek or the lake, then he just is like, fuck it, I'm hitting this broken one. So my favorite question: Do you play balls uh, that have been retrieved out of the lake? Does it damage the ball? And I said, my standard answer is, I don't care. <laughs> the ball's gone into the lake once. It clearly has propensity for that. Why the fuck would I play it again? This this uh, this last outing that we had last week was the first time I actually didn't ha- did not have a net positive ball gain because I lost six balls and I did not find a ball that that round. So actually, there was no plus minus. <laughs> On, on my on my golf bag holder. So, golf okay. bag holder. <laughs> golf <laughs> bag like, holder. I, I petered it. I was petering out. I I meant to say something else. It just it didn't, it didn't work. So I. Yeah, but these are metal. These are metal. <laughs> um. Huh. Interesting. So I, I I do probably need. I mean I haven't played golf since um I played with Doug. Five and a half years ago. Shit. So my golf balls that I have, although I have big dog golf golf uh, that I have, I had had uh, personalized for me. Those nice. probably aren't good anymore. I've got. I know I do have some cool golf ball markers now. Oh, I nice. Have that. I got my new putter head cover because I lost my putter head cover. Oh. 
So I got a Vegas Golden Knights one. Oh, nice. I haven't bought any golf stuff in a while. I've used all that money and resources to buy D&D stuff now. So, so are you giving up golf? No, no. golf. <laughs> we're now getting into golf season, so now I'll just spend my money two times over. D&D stuff, buying... Di- like we, we, yeah, we, you should mark this point at, <laughs> for Mo not listening as well. We, we, went to a, we went to another gaming store yesterday, and I'm looking at stuff, and I, I, I'm a... I ha- whenever I go to a like a mom and pop shop, I have to buy something. Like I just I feel eight thousand dollars. I feel like it's my need. So, I, so I, all those baseball cards that we played with the other day actually got some like card sleeve holders from the Magic area. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this would be good. I can use these for the baseball sleeve. But then I started looking at their dice collection, and she and I was like, you don't need any more dice. I'm like don't tell me what to do. (laughs) That was the wrong approach. Like, like, look at, look look at this dice. Like I want a really nice purple set of dice. Gosh. I was like, look at these. These are beautiful. But like, it's die when it's multiple. I don't, is it die, but for this, but like it, no, it's dice. Die is the singular. Yeah. Die is a singular. It's dice. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was the other way around for no, some reason. No, it's die, die is one. My bad. Yeah, when, and what are you pointing at him for? Because like, <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> but they had like a big honking D20. Um, wouldn't use it, but I would like display it. I don't know what that is. It's, it's a 20 side dice. 20, oh, it, like, nice. what, like what's on my bag right there. 20 side die right there. Starting to decorate his bag in D and D. Man, stuff. I, like stickers and enamel pins. Like I've always loved those, and then found an enamel pin that's a twenty side die. Like hell yeah, sign me up. Nice, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually thinking about sometime this week going out because it's supposed to be warm. Yeah, mon- uh, Monday or Tuesday not, is supposed to be like seventy five again. Yeah, and I'm Arkansas, not going up to Minnesota. So. This good <laughs> Arkansas weather um, has been. Wait, you're going to Minnesota? I was supposed to, but I'm not going to. Oh. Yeah, uh, this week. Uh, we truly had true Arkansas weather because it was 80 yeah. degrees Tuesday, Wednesday, and then all the way back to like 34 Thursday, Friday. So that's Terrible. why on my personal Instagram page, that's why I put a post where like I was making a hood that was a double curve and like the wood was just fighting me because it, it had been acclimated to the warmer weather and then trying to get it to bend in the colder weather that was Friday it just kept, it was not wanting to bend. So I threw bar clamps and a bunch of glue on there. And I was like, you know what? That sounds like Monday's problem. So come tomorrow, I might have my hands full because I might have fucked up. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. Oh. I might, I might be pissed it past me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know yet. Well, but I, I don't I, this, know to know. But this this hood has been <laughs> an this this Vena hood has been an issue from the very beginning. Just woodworking shit that most of the people that I'm, are listening don't know what I'm talking about. But it's been difficult. So Aaron and I and our wives went somewhere interesting today. Oh yeah, my first convention ever. We went to a Lego Lego convention. How did that go? It was really 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 busy. A lot of people. <laughs> there were so a many people there. A lot. Eh. Yeah, definitely more people, um, but it was cool. Like seeing, seeing some really awesome like custom. What was your favorite build there? Ooh, um, probably the Sarah Underwood. The, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Did you see the uh, the scale Vatican? That was my favorite. Yeah, I was gonna say the exact same one. The Vatican. They did a whole Vatican City. This guy 
did a whole custom build. The thing was absolutely he, I mean, all his beautiful. Custom, all his custom stuff was awesome. Yeah. Like, I wanted to talk to him and be like, hey, how... I want to know how that stuff is transported because he, he had Golden Gate Bridge. It was 20 feet long. Like, how in the fuck does that get to wherever it goes to the next convention? Like, it, Well, they might... Um, glue those but say it because it's, it's for, on it's, a traveling say it's got to be in segments mm-hmm. and stuff but like yeah that i mean there was a bunch of the uh actually that one was so the vatican was my favorite but did you see the mario in the back where like it was mario when you looked at one yeah. way and then luigi looked at the other yeah that, like, was, that, pretty cool. that was cool i like that they, were they selling a lot of stuff or was it yeah. all just oh. how much was it to get in like 25 bucks i don't even think Something it was like that it. much yeah i think it was like 15 dollars. cool um but like the big custom build stuff's not for sale; it's just on display. Sure, and the no. builders are there. So right, you can talk to them about it. Right, and well, stuff. it's like having you know, you know the at the comic cons. It's the yeah. people to draw you in, right? Mm-hmm. That. And then um, they have a whole like down the one side is all stuff you can buy, and it's well, there are a lot old of retired and sets. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, and and like you can custom build a minifigure and. They had all kinds like of cool we stuff. We bought some, uh, there's, so there's a company actually in Arkansas out of, up in Mayflower that uses like the same specs that Lego uses, like the same diameter, uses the same uh, plastics and stuff. And they 3D print everything and then they get these pieces custom made so they fit like all the little Lego guys and stuff like that. So we, like me and Mo, were buying stuff to create our, D and D characters and stuff, and he he only had a couple hundred different pieces, but he had awesome, like he had stuff for like Halo, and he had like all the Halo guns and the energy sword, and then he had a whole bunch of other stuff, and they had like some uh, Lord of the Rings, he had like like sabers and different Elven swords and stuff like that. But he's like, if you don't see it here, look on our website because there's only 150 pieces here, but on our website there's like 3,000 different things. I was like, oh shit, and it's like, and you're from Arkansas, you're up in Mayflower. That's cool. So it's Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. It was cool to it see. It's a pretty cool convention. Yeah, I've never I've never been to a convention before. So I guess nice one to did you see William Shatner's coming for the Arkansas Comic Con? I did. There's actually some really good people. I might coming have to buy some tickets to, for that. To the to the Comic Con. Like You're not going to that one. <laughs> big names. Yeah, but they boink at the last minute. And yeah, it I does mean, happen. And Shatner is ninety something years old. Yeah. Like I feel like if you're gonna go see me, like you better, you better go see him now. Yeah, because uh, clock's a ticking. Grim Reaper yeah. is a uh, putting his Most cloak time. on. I agree. <laughs> Probably twenty years ago was the time. Yeah, I haven't. But I haven't been. The line state. would be unbearable oh, the, for that. Well, and that's part. And like when you're so big, like you got to pay what fifty bucks to get a signature or picture, yeah, or stuff like that. Like I don't give a fuck about that. But there's like some good, there's one comic book artist um, that she draws panels for uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was like, oh, I'd be like, that'd be cool to go see, to see her artwork and stuff. So. Yeah, we might go to that one. My wife's a nerd too, so. Yeah. But like, the last time I was at the Statehouse Convention Center was. Was that to, where this was? Statehouse? Yeah. yeah. I went to a uh, Golden Gloves boxing tournament there. Have you ever been to one of those? Uh-uh. You, it's on par for like the shit that the we, rough and rowdy, the rough and rowdy. Stuff. <laughs> it's it's maybe a little better. It's yeah, I would say it's a couple steps ahead, but it's on the same, it's on the same playing field. 
I mean, the one, that. I mean, Gold Gloves is supposed to be one of the most regulated boxing things. Yeah, but it's just and like, I get the feeling Rough and Rowdy's like bare knuckle. No, Rough no, and Rowdy, no. It's, it's, uh, it's, they actually have to have it in a sanctioned state, state with a legit refs and stuff like that, but it's amateur boxing. Oh, okay. But like at Golden Gloves. Put on Gloves, by Barstool. Yeah, like, I mean, our, oh. at, at Golden Gloves, you're actually wearing trunks, you're wearing the proper gear. Rough and rowdy, like yeah. The guy shows up in blue jeans and work boots, yeah, and a, and a tank top. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's he literally nice. came out of the coal the, mine the coal from working that day and got in the ring. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it is entertaining. Did you see he's coming back though? Oh, is it, is the Southie coming back? Uh, yeah, he is fighting in a fight, but uh, Big Dick Booty Daddy oh. is fighting in this one. <laughs> when when is it? It's while we're on the cruise. Oh damn it! We I wonder if they're gonna be showing on the cruise. No. You never, I mean, it's a maybe. No, come on. Hey, we're going to, are you going to get the Wi-Fi package? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we can stream. That'd be. I think it's while we're on the cruise. Oh, Let me that, that's the greatest box. Like he's, he's an asshole and a giant turd, but that's the greatest fighting name. But he's, <laughs> but he does not fight well. Uh, Yeah. Four days, 22 hours. So yeah, it's on March 3rd. Oh no, that's Saturday. That's Friday. That's Friday oh, that's night. Friday night. Friday night. What? Bro, we're gonna have to get it. You know what we're gonna do Friday night before we like <laughs> yep. I'll be packed. I'll be packed by then. That's how we that's how we start vac- that's how we start that's vacation. That's how we start vacation right there. Boom. Yeah. What are you doing Friday night, Mark? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know, big dick booty patty. <laughs> Um, but I'm always up if it's nice for smoking a cigar with you guys. That's what I'm saying. Let's see what the weather is going to be like because we'll definitely. So be this a- guy, he's fought a few times, and oh, he so fought sad. the the guy that's the champ. They call him the champ. Is this in that rough and rowdy league? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So they fought one time, and it only went like it what got, it got, two minutes. It got, it got, and it he got dislocated called. his shoulder, so he yeah. he he, I guess, left the fight. Said, "I'm done." So they didn't get to fight. So now he's fighting somebody else. They're not fighting again. But anyway, one of his earlier fights, he knocked this guy out, and he starts yelling to the crowd, fuck all you inbred motherfuckers. <laughs> he's just going nuts on these guys. And he's okay. like, "What?" Uh, during the promo video, he's like, I'm going to beat the shit out of this guy, then I'm going to go home and eat his wife's pussy. <laughs> Okay. It's like, I got to watch this guy fight because oh, this is awesome. Yeah. And the fight did not live up to the hype. No. Um, it never does. But <laughs> now when he fought Pac-Man, that one did. Yeah. So he's like Pac-Man, Pac-Man Jones. Pac-Man Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Legit fight. Oh, oh no. yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, they got, they're getting paid, of course. It was a great fight though. It's pure trash. Oh, um, it's awful. Like, but just inject that into my veins. Like, it's, it's so, so good. Bad. It's so good, but bad at the same so time. So good. But like, and then the, at the end, they have a, they have like a, a, the card girl, like championship who. Yeah. The ring girl. Who like. Contest. Yeah. Who has like the best <laughs> bikini and stuff like that. But like they pay, what do they win? Like. It's like 20 grand. Yeah. I mean, it's a decent amount of money they're paying these girls. And then like. Uh, and the fighters make money too. And the fighters make. Like five grand if they win a fight, I think like five hundred just for fighting, and then like you can vote. Did Pac-Man Jones win five hundred bucks? Uh, he did. He win the he fight. He lost. Yeah, he lost the fight. So um, Bobby, bucks. Bobby Lang, Bobby lights La- out. Bobby Lang. Yeah, the Southie man. He's, he's the champ. Yeah, he's a he's a. I would. He's not a boxer. He is a fighter. 
but of all the of all the fighters but all of the fighters in quotes who could be boxers like he would be the most best boxer the most boxer yeah i mean he's he i mean he grew up in south boston it's just way of the world you know? i love it it's so good I'm just, so I'm good. so happy that that's happening Friday. Yeah. I, f- I was thinking it was Saturday for some reason, but. Well, even if it was Saturday, like, fuck. Yeah, I mean, we could watch it. Yeah. We're going to go, we'll be in New Orleans. Yeah. So. Do they have internet in New Orleans? <laughs> <laughs> just give me a big old bucket of crawfish and, and, and that I'll be happy. So when do, you, when do you uh, disembark? Are you embark? Are you. Sunday. Sunday the 5th. Okay. A week from now, when we're recording, we will be in the middle of the Gulf. Somewhere. In the middle or no. just on the edge? Well, we'll be on the edge. We'll be on the edge. We'll be in the gulf. <laughs> you like promised me you'd be in the middle. Because <clears throat> I want to, you know, time that strike properly. <laughs> I will have I will have a drink in both hands. So <clears throat> will they serve you two at a time like that? So they here, might not. So here's the thing. But Mo doesn't drink. Ah. So I didn't know she didn't drink. Well, because she gets she she's, she's allergic to alcohol. She gets the the glow. So it just she, she turns it, real red. Yeah, she turns. I know red. what it means. <laughs> so I got a wife too. So she'll just order a drink for me as well. Yeah. Like, oh, you both want Guinness, but she drinks. She does like. I mean, Guinness. the, she drinks, the package she, is unlimited. You don't need her to go get you a drink. Like, you just gotta get your lazy ass up after the one <laughs> yeah. drink's done and go get another one. Why would you order two drinks and let the one get warm? <laughs> Plus, you drink Guinness warm. Well, what the fuck? Exactly. So you're not. Wait, you're not losing <laughs> anything. Get your lazy ass up and go. Get <laughs> but the but the cigar lounge is open twenty four hours. The, That'll be nice. The deck, yeah. I see that. The thing I don't know though is I don't know if you can smoke cigarettes in the lounge as well. Or if it's or if they're sticklers about just cigars. No, yeah, I was reading that they sent like some update information and no that was heroin. part of the deal is you can't smoke cigars in the Crystal casino. Meth. I knew that, but you can't smoke cigarettes in the cigar lounge. Okay, well that's good. But you can smoke cigarettes in this in the casino. Yeah. So that's why I think I think I'm going to get uh, like a pack of the uh, the Durham uh, clove cigarettes for like casino wise. You just get like the well. I was thinking like cigarillos. Yeah, I was thinking that that too. But I really like I really I like some of the little really micro like the yellow cakes. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Oh, did you get your? Uh, I got my uh, my uh, Valentine's Day SNS. I did too. Actually, I haven't smoked. Them actually, yet. meant to bring those tonight to smoke those tonight, but I forgot them. I, I was they're, they're all the same cigar. Yeah, they are. Um, and I can bring mine up too, but I figured I'd settle mine down for a little bit. I was on the road. I forgot to do it. How many packs you get? One or two? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's like I got two, but then I ordered again. Oh, they had more? How much were they? Can I buy one from you? Uh, um, 47.50. Yeah. My order total was 190. So you got four packs? Yeah. I will be happy to give you one. So is it, I saw it had a number one on it. Is it the number one that came in this year's SNS pack? My understanding is it's completely totally different. Totally different. Okay. Is it, 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 the, the band was that, was that baby blue mm-hmm. band. So I didn't know if it was the same mm. thing. Doesn't look like it, but I'll compare it to it. Okay. So yeah, I got those. Those are waiting for me in the mailbox Friday. So. Yep. I got it on Friday as well. I actually got mine on Saturday because I had to sign for it. Really? Oh, so I guess, I guess that's what different with ours is like, since we have a communal, a communal gated lot box area, like they just, we'll put them in there. Well, how's your, how's this cigar, Mark? It is, uh, it's nice. It is definitely nice. I, uh, <clears throat> I don't smoke this one a lot. 
Which one? So, uh, so of the, you like, well, no, you like Garrett a whole bunch. You like the Davidoff stuff. Whoa. So whoa, with whoa. that. <laughs> so Don't with, imply something that's not true. So with that, you have the Avo in his line and the Camacho. Other than like, which one? I'm not a big Avo fan. So I smoked this one, I, uh, the uh, Camacho, um, and I don't, the red band one, and I don't know which one it is. That's the Corojo. I like that one a lot. Yeah, so you got the uh, the blue one is Ecuadorian. I tend to smoke the Daffodil. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, blue is Ecuadorian. The red is Corojo. The yellow is Criollo. And the orange is Connecticut. And then the black is the Triple Maduro. But then they also have the... Barrel-aged stuff. That one and, and the other one that's like a, has like a shaggy foot. Um, the It's like $8. It's a great cigar. Um I forget the name of it. I can see it in the humidor, which I almost grabbed that one. But I was like, oh, you know what? Let's do this one instead. I don't remember that one. But like me and Garrett, we fall on the same spectrum where this one is overlooked. And I think it's the best of the Camacho line. Like it's the, it's the, it's the diamond in the rough. It's the gem. I don't know that I agree with that. Really? I, I like the blue or the, uh, you like the, the red. red. Yeah. Yep. So I was the last Camacho event we had, I was checking out somebody and he, uh, he was, you know, asking me about these cigars and I was, I said the exact same thing. I was like, yeah, I think this one is, I think this one's the best. It's a diamond rough. It's overlooked. And he overheard me and he looked back. He's like, yep, I, I think the exact same thing. But you were talking about the old triple Maduro mm-hmm. was the old one metallic on the back end. Mm-hmm. So the new one is smooth. Little, the, it was so, heavy, but it was smooth butter chocolate. Okay, so it I, was, fucking awesome the first two-thirds of that one i love the the last third gets a little metallic-y but i've never had yeah, the, i've never had the sense. old triple maduro so i wish i still had one it um probably so i mean i bought it when i was a customer at the shop that uh-huh. i was eventually an owner at um and uh and i actually bought a second box online it was one of those where for a while it was like you were just trying to find them, right? Just the boxes were unavailable. And, uh, yeah, smokes a ton of those. No, there was none of the weird, um, over overly heavy metallic taste that you get when you blend three heavy tobaccos together. Yeah. That's, that's what I subscribe that to. Which, when you have... A Maduro wrapper, a Maduro binder, and a Maduro filler. What you have is you have no blend. You just have no blend. And so you get, you, that's what happens. You get that metallic, I think. Yes. Yeah. But they, for some reason, that scar didn't have it at all. I think it was aged better, to be honest with you. Yeah, the, the newer ones have I just. I feel like, like I'm being overly critical. I think this, I just put no, that it, cigar No, it's the same way. Like I, the first two thirds is, is good great. Cigar. The last third gets a little metallic y, but. I mean, it's to me, it's worth it because I, yeah. I, I love that one. But there's an, they the were first, the, they the, were the first triple Maduro, but there's the somebody OG else now. Triple Maduros, oh, just delightful. Well, they're one of the only families that still has like original Habano Corojo seed. Everybody else now uses like a hybridized yeah. Habano 98 or yeah. Habano 2000. Um, they still have like original Habano. From wow, Cuba. I, I didn't mean, know it's that. crazy. One they, of the few families that still does. Yeah. So, is, are are these grown? 
So, let's see, the filler is Dominican and Honduran. So, I'm guessing this is probably, is it grown in the same facility as the other Avo stuff? And then the Avo stuff is grown just in a different area as the Davidoff stuff. I believe that's what Garrett has, has said before. Well, I mean, they take tobaccos from different area to make the blend, right? Yeah. But there's usually a featured leaf. Yeah. Well, I, I think the one, I, I think the one he was telling me, like we was talking to me about was like the, uh, the Avo classic number two, like Davidoff's here and Avo's here. And it's like the yeah. terroir of the field or the ground might be a little different, but it's in the same like vicinity, vicinity, the same Is soil. That a word terroir. Yeah. Terroir. So it's more of a wine word, but I use it <laughs> for cigars. So, so you, do you know what terroir is? No, it's a real word. It's so you tear a sheet and yeah. then you cry a little bit? Yeah. Because it's like onion? You know, some French cries with that wine no, burger? I, I have never heard of that word. So it, it's more prevalent in, in wine where like wine grown on this side of the valley, the, the soil composition will give you a little bit different taste than grapes from the same valley, but just on a different side of the hill or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just the terroir. How do you spell that? Uh, T-E-A... R W I A terroir. It's it's a French word. T E A R W A H H H H. That's one of the same exclamation like point terroir. Uh, it's like uh, uh, so it's T E R R O I R. So the complete natural invol- environment in which a particular wine is produced, including factors such as the soil topography and climate hmm. so but it it's it's a word that, heard of that. it's a word that's being i i use it more in cigars as well and more people okay. are using it in cigars well it, it makes you sound really bougie really makes it it sounds like you're bored of it because you're yawning <laughs> i am i'm tired <laughs> i didn't sleep last night i am extremely bored uh, no i'm uh, i didn't sleep last night Sleep. I'm having trouble sleeping. Both Mo and I have both, our sleep has just been absolutely jacked lately. But like, it seems like it'd be a lot of other people I know as well has been having issues with with sleeping. I think it's more like weather related stuff because, like, of course, like the barometric pressure changes when it goes from fucking 82 to 30 in a span of 18 hours. But like, a lot of people that I know having issues with, with sleeping. It's it's affecting us a lot. And that's one of those things. I have a job, or you have a job too, where like you can't be tired because you fuck up. I have a job where I can't fuck up because I lose digits. Yeah, I don't <laughs> lose digits. Tend to not lose digits on my... Although you're the only, you're the only one that has. Yeah, to be fair, you're the only one that... <clears throat> right. Um, I don't think that was job related, but you never know. Um, well, they say sitting is... The new yeah. smoking in, in everything's like, the new smoking. In, in I office. heard smoking was the new smoking. <laughs> did y'all have a, did you have dare growing up? Oh yeah. I knew, no. I, I knew like our generation had dare. No. Your generation in had the 90s. dare because we had good cocaine. <laughs> you had the good stuff. Well, it all started with uh, Nancy Reagan. Yeah, um, she set out to make marijuana the, the devil basically the devil's lettuce, and that's where all that came from, right? They yep. made it say no to drugs, right? They made it a scheduled narcotic. It's you know, it, 
became a felony at that point. Like, yes, became a much larger deal during the nineties when yeah. she was relevant. And, uh, man, dare was huge oh, when oh, we were in yeah. school. Like yeah. I had huge. the answer is no for me. No, yeah. There was no dare. Yeah. Oh, I mean, there was dare. I dare you to smoke this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to dip this in this stuff that's really probably you shouldn't smoke. I dare you to smoke it. I dare you. You can't do this whole line. You're right. Once again, I apologize to my mom. Sorry, mom. <laughs> right. Yes, yes, yes. No dare. But yeah. I remember the the uh, Nancy Reagan. If we only understood exactly what the repercussions of that would be, all the way down the line, maybe we'd have rethought some of that. Mm-hmm. Been a little more intentional about some of the stuff we did. Absolutely. And maybe we would have done it more stringently. I don't know. But we just, I think the way we did it didn't work out like we planned. So like I Clearly. know, so TPE had just, like, per recording, had just ended today. But like I know, like, for the first couple of years, they were. It ends were, on a Sunday? Uh, yeah, I think it ended today. I'm just calling it out. <laughs> Randomly. Um but like, say that like to everything. Really? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> get, me, get me off my train. Um, in, like in today. The first, the first. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> the first, the first few years, like Brandon was going, he said it was it was about equal half half cigars, half dispensary stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean they've they've. But like everything I've seen, like from the people I follow online and stuff like that, like. I haven't seen anything other than just cigar stuff now. So I wonder so, if they've, they've trailed off on the, on the other TPE is owned by uh, a massive company. They own Phillips and King yeah. Cretec, Like it's all under one giant umbrella, yeah. right? They own a magazine and, and yeah, a large part of their portfolio is cigarettes, alternative smoking products, vape products. Cigars are a small portion of that. Okay. And so for a long time, um, cigars kind of got pushed to the side and then they, they kind of tried to revamp it to bring more of the cigar people back. Um, and it seems like it's not, it's gone kind of back the other way or it's starting to trend that direction to more, more vape and cigarette oh, okay. and alternative products. So and I didn't, I didn't know if they were actually like gearing up to go head to head against PCA. Yeah, I, I thought I heard the cigar thing was down. Yeah, it has been the last probably two years. But I, um, I guess it's all in who you follow as well, because the people I follow and I, you follow I, a lot of vape people. I, no, no, I I didn't get any <laughs> vape shit. Like in following like half wheel, like it's going to be all cigar related news articles yeah. about the cigar side, not the other alternative. Well, it's still stuff. a big player, um, and every company runs a TPE deal. Yeah, right. But um, a lot of them don't go to TPE, and they still run a deal. Yeah. And a lot of shops saw go Chris, to TPE. Christoph was there. I yeah. saw um, Crux was there. But mm. it's such a smaller footprint. So instead of like these massive cigar booths that you get at PCA, smaller. they have a real small booth. Yeah. There's only a portion of the staff that goes. And they walk around a lot. Yeah. So it's a different show. Not saying that um, PCA is better because they certainly have problems, right? Yeah. They're, they're in a very crucial period. Um, but... TPE is at the right time of the year, right? Mm-hmm. January, February. It's slower in the shops. It's easier to take time off. You, and if you have a good Christmas winter sale, get the product down. You got to build it. You know, get yeah, your inventory this is back the time up. Of the year you start ordering a little more yeah. to build back up for the spring. And um, PCA, it's it's in Vegas. It's hot. 
you know, it's kind of miserable to go. It's expensive. Um, yeah, because in Vegas right now it's nice and pleasant. It's not. Yeah. It's not a hundred degrees. Yeah, absolutely. Just, uh, I mean, they're getting snow on some of the mountain areas. Yeah, you know, yeah. So. Southern California got a bunch of snow this mm-hmm. past week as well. Yeah. So, but the problem is you've got TPE, which is always in January, February. You've got TAA, which is in March, mm-hmm. and then you've got PCA, which is in July, uh, July. mid July this year. Yeah. So they're they're fairly close. So you kind of have to make a decision on is it worth it to go to TPE or not, yeah. right? Because you're going to spend money. Yeah. This time of the year is when you start to buy buy products. And then if you're a so, TAA shop like us, like you got to make a yeah, you've got to make sure you're ready for TAA. You got to go TAA mm-hmm. and just bam, 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 three big conventions in a in a four month span is yeah. And TAA is a little different because it's limited. It's a little right? more inclusive. There's actually only like seventy exclusive exclusive. Inclusive. Yeah, exclusive. Again, there's, there's only, you knew what I meant. So like, but those words are mean totally, mean totally the opposite. Things. Yes, thank you. There's only like twenty, or I'm sorry, seventy retail owners, something like that, something like that yeah. between seventy and eighty. Now they have multiple shops, so it, yeah. it accounts for a large portion of of the business, but um, it's also limited. There's only like thirty or thirty five uh, manufacturing partners as well, so. Yeah. It's a little different of a show. Not everybody gets to go to that, but from a, a rep standpoint, that's a that's an important show for us yeah. because it's usually the the bigger shops in our territories. Yeah. So you have less people there, but that's the majority of the business is done there. So it's the right people there. Yeah. Um. So will you go to TAA? No. No. They uh they send like four or five people, mostly management staff, because okay. it's in the Dominican Republic. Sure. You'll, you'll, you don't, are, you're we, not allowed there anymore. No. Will you be at uh, PCA? Kick me out. Uh, no, we do not do PCA. Oh, that's right. That's right. Never mind. <laughs> Breaks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's going to be interesting. Like, I know every year we get with Brandon after he does the shows. He didn't go to TPE this year. No, he's going to TAA. So, I always enjoy talking to him after the fact of like, all right, let's, what new goodies we got coming in there's some there's some new stuff you know being you know always released at at a, a tpe and exciting to see some new stuff They're like the new uh the the gatekeeper in the diamond rough cut shape was is coming out that was uh, shown at tpe and then you had a, a collaboration with amandola with the uh, martinez that was uh, that was shown at tpe you got a bunch of other stuff. Uh, Espinosa is coming out with a new wasabi, which I'm not a, I'm not a green cigar guy, but new size. That's that's new. A bunch of other new stuff. Yeah, there's some. Most of the announcements come at PCA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you get TAA exclusives at the TAA show. Yeah. So there's always yeah. new stuff there. Yeah, intentionally. I but mean, those don't come out usually till months later. Yeah, months later. Yeah, like <laughs> we, PCA we get, is sort of the same way. Yeah. We, we I mean, we how we. TA was almost a, a full calendar year ago, and we just got some new TA stuff from that event three weeks ago. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. but that one cigar was well worth the wait. The yeah. companies, <clears throat> I think, are getting better at the releases at uh, PCA. COVID, so a lot of companies had a new release that that was supposed to be launched, and, it, and it's never ready. Mm-hmm. But because of COVID, they they stopped it, right? And they said, we're just going to hold on to these till we figure out what we want to do with it. And so the last two years, there's been releases that are ready yeah. at PCA. 
So maybe they can get ahead. I know they yeah. always, um, I mean, it was like a regular cycle for years. Yeah. They would announce it, and then they wanted it to drop in the fall, which is a big selling season. Absolutely. July is is a good season, but it's not the great season. The great right. season is the fall. You want your new stuff dropping at the right time. And so yep. it felt like it, they had fallen to this rhythm, rhythm intentionally. And so, um, you know, plus there's a lot of stuff. In the, you, they, you buy stuff at PCA knowing that when it'll arrive. Like mm-hmm. um, General was always really good about that. And other places were really good about that where you um, – you just bought stuff because you you were buying stuff for Christmas or for, right. I mean, I would always place a huge general order because there was, it was like all the sampler packs and all that stuff and they, at PCA because it was like, it, you guys were at least used to be, I don't know if you still are because I'm not ordering for me anymore, <laughs> but you're always well organized around that. And like, you just go, yes, yes, yes. I, yes. I want the sampler packs. Yes. I want this. Yes. I want that. Yes. I want that. Yeah. And, and you would say, okay, this is coming in October. This is coming in November. And you just go, ah, that's fucking perfect. Well, why? Yep. That, that's what I was about to ask. Why that's is really smart. The ebb and flow of the cigar industry. Why is it that the fall starts the Christmas? Like, is that, is that what it is? It's just gearing, gearing up for the holidays. Well, <clears throat> college so, football, football, People getting back in shops. And also, too, like not everybody has access to a cigar lounge. Not everybody smokes in their house. Not everybody has access. Nobody wants to sit outside. This. I don't know if you noticed this about August. It's hot. <laughs> it sucks. Especially okay, you've in the noticed. South. So yeah. that's typically what happens is. Um, the, the better weather. But like the spring is that same way. So, but are they just yeah. like. So that's January why it picks over, up. Hold over. January, from, February are slow because it's cold outside. People can't get out. They're Maybe paying it's their cold Christmas. Outside. Oh gosh! I there's a thing. Mo They're paying, Mo paying does their that. Christmas credit card bill. We're just gonna move on. Um, <laughs> I gotta sing the race so song. January, no, February is always slow. March <laughs> it starts to pick back up again, right? Yeah. And then it builds until July and August when it gets really, really hot. Because yeah. people don't want to sit outside for an hour and a half smoking a cigar. If they're outside, they're at the lake or they're somewhere. You know, not maybe they're not smoking cigars necessarily. Not a lot. I'm learning how to smoke cigars. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> that hurt. And then Touch uh, your eye again. <laughs> when the, when the fall comes, people start to go back out and sit outside longer. Yeah. Cause the weather's more accommodating to it. Right. So it just, it, it starts slow and then it builds and then it gets slow again. Then it builds all the way to Christmas and then it just stops again. Like we get, I mean, as much as the South sucks with weather wise, we get pretty lucky. Like our, like our buddy, Charlie, like the shit that he has to I go through. I have a plane ticket for Minneapolis tomorrow. Would you like to go? No. Well, <laughs> I, I bet you Minneapolis is probably pretty. Well, is it pretty nice? I don't mm-hmm. know. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be 20 all week with uh, snowing twice. It really doesn't get nice there till April. <laughs> yeah, no. But, and that's like on the edge. <laughs> Teetering. Maybe, maybe June. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm upset because like our winter weather, I believe is done and passed. But like I. No. We, I, I, it's almost the. We got a hard freeze in front of us. Do we? no, I don't think so. I think I th- we have one in the twenties high stretch, couple three days. But I want like a, not this week. I want don't a look good, at weather dot com. <laughs> I want a good just. I wanted a good snow fucking like we got the past. What the fuck's two years. wrong with you? No, we I, don't want it. What are, no. what is wrong with no. you? I mean, I grew up in the snow just like I got you. a ticket. You can you can go. I mean, I fly up there. I got a hotel room for you the whole time. You just got to sit in a you, account executive 
excellence meeting. That's all you got to do. That's fine. And you have to build my curved vinahood. How about that? Yeah, fine. See how it fucking works. <laughs> Don't say anything. That's all I say. I will build your bendy vent thing, and you shut the fuck up for a couple days. I can do that. And they'll feed you really nice food. I can do that. I can sit and there. Then and then you, you know Jay. I've never met him. I've never, I've never met him before. I know of him. Okay. Well, Jay, I will introduce you to Jay. Jay will Jay's introduce, a great guy. Jay's a great guy. He's going to tell you to shut the fuck up about every hour. <laughs> you do talk a lot, though, in meetings. <clears throat> How would you know that? It's his job. <laughs> I just say it. How would you know that? I've heard. There's been times, you got to think, I get, my day is done at two. So I'll come home or whatever, and like I can hear you. It's like, oh, there's Mark talking. I've always wanted to be like, hi, Mark, but like, I, that's not that's not good. I'm you can say hi, Mark, just so the <laughs> clients know. Well, I mean, you, I mean, you told me, you told me last week I can come up to your office if I bring coffee anytime you want, anytime you want. I do talk a lot. It's my job to lead the team. I mean, I'm, you guys don't put a humidor in. I can come up and do some business. Yeah. <laughs> Could I you do. Like, just think if if you did this job like in the fifties, like during. Like Mad Men era days? I like could smoke. You would definitely smoke. In, would you smoke in your office? I worked all afternoon. Yes. Um, uh, in the 50s, sure. Because I wouldn't I wouldn't have been sort of thoughtful would you, about Would you that. say like, Toots, make me a cocktail? I, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have drank and smoked because it was the 50s. That's what people did. I think you're going to get canceled for that now. <laughs> you better be yeah. careful. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> Toots, to defend I myself a little bit, anymore. there's yeah. a lot of meetings where I'm quiet the whole time yeah but there are a lot of meetings where i i take leader i i i say to mo on a fairly regular basis you invited me to this meeting yeah if you didn't want me to say anything <laughs> shouldn't have invited me. that's a good one because i participate yeah. i i'm around i've been around the world long enough where i feel like i get paid money to show up and and participate if you don't want me there don't invite me i've done this for I've done what we do for 30 years. Yeah. I have questions. Yeah. Like, it's like, why the fuck are we doing that? Just explain it to me. Well, you're the guy that has to answer everybody else's questions, right? A lot of times. So you have to know the answers. So here's, here, here's a question that might, that probably doesn't have an answer. Are you better at your job or am I better at my job? That's a good question. I think you're very good at your job, by the way. I'm always super impressed when I see pictures of what you do. So I am very impressed with what you do. I, I I've just I hold you in high esteem for what you do. I've just started like re use re, like reposting stuff on my personal. But I've account. seen I've seen stuff you've done, dude. I've yeah. seen a lot of pictures of what you've done. So we went. So after after the Lego thing today, we went. We walked to my favorite pub and tavern in Little Rock, Dugans, and we got there. And I was just like looking around, and I was like, "Are you looking for somebody?" But like, no, I'm just like I'm looking at my work, work that I did. 10, 12 years ago, like it still looks amazing. And like, this is to me, this is my greatest work that I think I have ever done. I've not been to Dugan's. I need to go to Dugan's just to see, I'm not going to drink anything or go or order any foods, but just go in there and look at the, oh, and, the food is amazing. You just go I've, walk I've, in. I've actually heard like, I don't want anything. I just came to look at the wood. No, I need to go there <laughs> and I need to see that. So I don't know. That's a good question. A good Cause question. I think you're very, very good at your job. I think it, I, I think it might be a wash, honestly. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I have a huge fucking ego when it comes to my work. So oh, yeah, no, I know that I'm really good. Right. So. I'm, and <clears throat> there are moments where I'm quiet with my people, like the really core set of my people where I will, I will let that 
that flag fly. It, it's kind of like last week we talked about, you know, you know your worth. I even had this same conversation with Dwight this past week. Like I, going back to the hood stuff, I loathe building these, these things. I hate it. It's challenging. It's difficult. It's, it's just one of those things I hate doing. But at the same side of the coin, different side of the coin, I love doing it because it is challenging. It's difficult. Yeah. And I know I can do it. But at the same time, like, I want to charge more. I, not me. He needs to charge more because they are such a pain in the ass to build. And two, because not anybody can just do just them. Just a very few people can yeah. do it. Like, I know at my shop, Dwight can do it. Dwight is amazing. He he can do anything I can do. Maybe even a little bit more differently, differently because he's a little more old school than I am. Yep. Like, he's taught me some stuff. I've taught him some stuff. But, like, nobody else can do that. So, mm-hmm. like, I... I don't like self-gloss. I won't do that. But on certain things, like, fuck yeah, I'm amazing at this. Yeah. So I know my value. I know my worth. Yeah. You need to charge more because I hate doing these so much. <laughs> but I love doing it because nobody else can do it. And I like proving people, like, fuck you. You you want Shrut this like a rooster. You want this motherfucking thing. <laughs> like I'm gonna fucking do this thing, but right. you're gonna fucking pay for it. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's funny. Uh, humility is one of the traits that I think is important um, in a leader. Mm-hmm. So I try not to do that too often. But confident in your ability is one of the other great traits in a leader so or somebody and you are a leader i know you don't think of that but because you don't like leading people um or you don't like being in charge of people um and so that really seems like an Mm. oxymoron i wouldn't say that i've i don't want to be a number one but i make a fucking amazing number two yeah and that's because i think the number one has ultimate responsibility Mm -hmm. um my my goal is to make the number one's life easier yep that's it's a great to, to have a killer number two is a blessing as a number one because I'm a number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and and I know who you surround yourselves with, you surround yourself with. Right. So the key to being um, a number one is surrounding yourself with killer number twos. Yeah. And so I was describing to to my number two um, who is – who has worked under me now for who does number two work for? <laughs> right. Um, so who has worked for me for seven years yeah. and who I'm grooming to take my job because that's the way that works. Right. And I think personally <clears throat> that you, one of the things that you do as a leader is you mentor and you challenge and yeah. you do all those things because you need to build people. And I, I my proudest, so we just had reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, the thing I listed was I've had X number of people leave this project for promotions or, or greater opportunities. It's the thing I'm proudest of this year. Now we accomplished a shit ton of stuff. Mo did some amazing stuff and a bunch of other stuff that I could have bragged on. And I did because you're obligated to do that in corporate America. But the thing I listed top was this, these people left mm-hmm. and these three other people are ready to leave. Yeah. And we're replacing these people and we're mentoring the, their replacements and we're doing all these other things. And so <clears throat> I think that's, is a, is a number one, that's your job. It's also to make sure that everything runs on time and you have a million responsibilities, which is some nights 
when you see me in my hand, you know, my, my hair is in my hands because there's a lot of things to keep in the air. But yeah, number one is a different type of responsibility because oh, yeah. Yeah. you get everything is your responsibility. Yeah. And that's where, I mean, back when I was in that role, I was okay at it. I imagine I, you're pretty good. I, at I lit stuff. I feel like I lit stuff slip because I had to worry about more big picture stuff and I wasn't able to focus on. Well, you got to have a number two. You can't do and, number and, one and number. And see, and that's the thing. I at the time I didn't have one, so I was I had both hats. So and you got to build it. a number two. So yeah. this and this. I mean, if if I was counseling you, I'd say you got to build a number two. You don't want to build a number two. You want to be the number two. Yeah, and that's fine. Knowing what you want in life is is like one of the great things and you have a clear understanding of what you want but like right now we have a we have a young kid i say young kid i mean he's 21 75 but he's yeah but he's he's green he he, i mean he came into this he knew how to read a tape measure for the most part and he could (laughs) for the most part (laughs) i know how to read a tape measure for the most part but like like when i ish like when i when i hire somebody on like i want to you need to know your fractions what is half a three eighths what is half a five eighths what is you know Nine sixteenths, like show me, okay, coming. I, I mean, this this kind of stuff. And he's he's young and green, but the main thing is, as long as he's fucking willing to learn, yep. and grow, I do. You're going to fuck. I'm going to fuck up. You're going to fuck up. Right. Just be fine with it and well, just learn yeah. from it and stuff like that. What I hate is I had a guy work underneath me. He was I called him yeah yeah, and. Everything I was like, all right, no, like that's fine, but do do it this way, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, don't fucking yeah, yeah, yeah me if you don't got it. If you, yeah, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be showing you if you got it how to do this. So, so don't. Needless to say, he ain't there no more. Like, right. no. <laughs> like the funny part is, and we hire a bunch of people because we promote them on and we expand the contract and we do a bunch of stuff. And I have, so I set people's teeth on edge in the way I hire. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to embarrass Marielle a little bit in how I do this because I hire in a very specific way. I've done this for 20 years. Have I talked about this on air? No, I, I, I just, it's weird hearing her real name. Like I'm, 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 so when I I'm refer so to her professionally, I'm so not used, yeah. when I refer to her professionally, I call her Marielle. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to use her this way and she, she's going to argue with me and punch, punch me in the testicles over this. But I don't know if I want her that close to your balls, but that's just, a, that's another issue for another day. Another day. Um, but I hire very specifically. Yeah. For people who are, we do data for a living, mm-hmm. data curious. So I want them to ask questions. I want them to, I don't need them to have X specific skill sets. And a lot of people hire around skill sets. And, but I want them to be data curious. I want them to be quick learners. And I want them to ask questions when they don't know. And if they give me the yeah, yeah answer, then you're done with me as well. Mm-hmm. And to me, if I get those three things, then I'll make the other stuff work. Four things, four things. <laughs> we I always, did the, we did so the same the, thing. <laughs> so, so the funny part at work is, um, uh, well, and so if I get those four things and I can find something to love about you over here, yeah. like you have some experience that I like or something else, and you, you talk concisely and you, you, you clear a thought and you can present ideas, then I'll, and I, I fall in love with you because of that. I'll hire you even though you don't have the exact skill I want, yeah. and I'll teach you the skill. Yeah. Because skills are dime a dozen. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. Tools are whatever. I'll teach you fractions. 
I mean, I'll figure that out. Yeah. Are you quick at math? Have you learned in the past? I'll ask you a ton of questions and figure that out. If you don't, then maybe we don't aren't a match. But do that, and I'll find that. I'm hiring uh, some people now, and they're not dead perfect on the right on the skill side. I'm pointing, I realize. But on the left side, they're perfect. They match my team. Yeah. They match the learning profile I want, the curiosity point of view, and they ask great questions. That's all I really need. And, and I feel like like with what you and her do and your other yeah. team, like you you have to have cognitive ability. You have to have yeah. quit thinking, quick thinking. You have to be, you know, critical thinking as well. I I feel like I could train either one of you to be able to do my job. You have to but you have to have certain skills and traits already. Anybody can build something if you're given the blueprints to it. But it's like I was sitting there the other day and Dwight was talking to me and I wasn't really paying attention, but I was like, I had my eyes closed and I had my head, my head cocked and I was like moving it back and forth doing whatever. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm, I was like, it's stupid, but I'm using my third eye and like putting myself in the middle inside of what I'm building to see like the surroundings yep. around me of like, spatial, okay, yeah, like, like, yep. I, like, okay, I, that, I can't put that there because that pipe or whatever is in the way yep. so I can move it over here. But he's like, and he's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just doing that. It's like, that's just one of the, I, I immerse myself into that. So not everybody can do that because he doesn't do that, but right. he does it a different way. Well, and that's the other thing is I've gotten older. I've realized like Mary and I don't solve problems exactly the same way. Mm -hmm. um, and so I have to take that in consideration when I talk to her about how she, she, she sort of knocks down the door. She's, um, she just hits it over a problem over and over again to let relents under her. That's what she does on video games too. <laughs> exactly. That's what she does I'm, to me. I'm shocked. Let me just say, oh, but her, but her approach to that, that works perfect Yeah. because it's her approach and she, um, she, she understands how it works for her and she has a, she has a method. She goes through that. Now I don't do that. I, I solve problems differently slightly. Yeah. Um, but there's times when I'll look at the way she does and that's a great approach here. And then sometimes her and I'll talk and why don't we try this? Or why don't we try that? And she listens mm -hmm. and we will, will modify. And sometimes she'll say, why don't we try this or why try that? And you go, you know what? Good idea. So one of the things that I value very much is somebody who can listen Yeah. because we listen to the customer first and she, you know, using her as an example, there are things that are, you have to have to do our job. Mm -hmm. And there are things that we can teach you. So to me, the ability to visualize or somehow um, take care of that, how do you do all the spatial stuff? That's something in your job, <clears throat> I don't know that I could do. I mean, it'd be interesting to know at a high level. Yeah. So I always describe my team as a very high performing team. I don't want mediocre people on my team. I want people who can perform at a high level. So here's the, here's what I see high level people doing in our career path. And so uh, I've, I hire for those things. Well, it's like I, I came home Thursday or Friday. I don't know what day it was, but she was having a meeting with somebody on her, on the team. And normally she's wearing like a headset, but she was just in, in her office. Talking, yeah. Her headset and, probably died. And her headset, she didn't have it. She was just talking, whatever. And like she was saying, whoever was on the other side of the phone was saying, you're better at this because you're faster 
and like it's something I do, but you're you're faster at this one thing, and I just she's really fast. And like I I she's finally getting to the point where like she knows what her value is, she knows what she's worth, she's good at what she does, and I I mean I brag on her all the time, like babe, you like you're fucking a Berkeley grad, like that is a yeah a big time school to be a Berkeley grad, like that's yeah like I don't. I don't think it has as much weight to the common man in Arkansas or the South, but like in your industry, definitely in the West coast wise, Mm -hmm. you know, graduating from, from, from Cal Berkeley is like, that's fucking huge. Oh yeah. Well, to be honest with you, the things that I saw in Mo coming in, this is coming about Mo. She can't listen to this show at all. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be so irritated that she we're, is. but like we're the, hy- we're hyping the her Berkeley up. Berkeley thing was impressive. Yeah, it was, and the the Kaiser thing was super impressive. And knowing her, experience, twelve years at Kaiser, yeah, super impressive. Um, and the the work she did there was super impressive. But to me, having known her, which I do, mm-hmm. it's really the way that she thinks that impressed me the most. So she has an extremely quick um, uptake on discussions. She's extremely um, quick to like respond and mm-hmm. fire back and all those things. She just thinks quickly, but she also um, is thoughtful in how she does that. I, she's just smart. And um, that's why I knew it wasn't going to be a problem. Um, she has exceeded my expectations coming in as several, most people do. I'm just coming in cause I try to set my expectations reasonably. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, most of them because I hire well, which is me bragging on myself. Um, uh, th- you know, I, I do hire well and we mentor great. So yeah, that is a little bit of me and that's a lot of my people. So, and there's been times where like, you know, sh- she's, not had questions about that, but I've, I've even said the same line. I was like, Mark brought you on. Like, don't think of it as, as nepotism. Like he's not going to fucking hire anybody that makes him look bad. First and foremost, you said that, like, it's like, I've made bad hires, but she, she was, I've, I've I've made 15 hires over the last seven years, 20 hours. And there was a couple I wasn't sure of. She was not one of them. I was sure of her when she walked in. Yeah. I've, I, I just, there's, there, 15 of them of the 20, I was just dead bang sure of, and she's on that list. I don't know how the show became a half leadership kind of It did. Kind of show. <laughs> well, you know what? The, the thing I'm not going to in Minnesota is I'm going to actually go into remotely is, is, is leadership excellence. And so they, and they were in town this week. So I've been doing a lot of thinking, had to read a couple of books on leadership excellence uh, about Google and those things, which is, is always interesting, but. Um, and, and talking about ego, about whether mm-hmm. I, I'm confident in what I do. I think I do my job pretty well. I'm, yeah. I'm very confident in what I do. I, <clears throat> I jokingly have said for 20 years, there are 50 people who do what I do exactly. Mm-hmm. There's probably 500 people who'd sort of do what I do in the world. It's getting more every day because just the nature of healthcare IT, um, but uh, there's not a lot, and uh, I've now done it long enough where I'm I'm pretty good at it. It's kind of one of those things where, like, am I the best at what I do? Probably not. Yeah, no. Am I, I in the? I know somebody I, who does it better than me. Am I in the top one percent? But 
She's older than me, Definitely. for the record. So I have several years to catch up to her. See, and that's the thing. I got lucky enough where I got into my field at such a young age, where I'm still relatively young. My body, yeah, my body, my body doesn't feel like it, but like I still have. I can sing Troubadour if you want, because that's what I was singing <laughs> yeah. coming in the door. I, I, I'm an old. When I'm done, I'll be an yeah, old. There's troubadour. still stuff I'm learning, but like with with me, like you when you see a finished product, it's a little different than when I see a finished product. Like, of course I can, I can see visual aspects of like, you know what? I could have done that better. I'll know that for next time. And then I'll translate that for the next project kind of thing. And, yeah. and I've never finished a project, Aaron, where a hundred percent, I'll, ne- I'll never be a hundred percent satisfied. So, satisfied. So my number two and I have this conversation every time looking back after a project's been done and he, he very much sees the positive, and I, I love that about him because he said this went really well, this went really well, and that is definitely part of the what we call the post-mortem of a project. Mm-hmm. You're doing the post-mortem. You're looking at it. Yeah. That went really well. That went really well. And he always looks at me kind of side-eye and just says, okay, now tell me what we did wrong. And, and it's, it's just I've been around the business It's now. the nature of the beast. Right. As you as you become older, you think about, we need to do this better. We need to do that better. That didn't go very well. We need to figure out a strategy for dealing with that next time. Because if all I focus on are the things that went well, which is great, mm-hmm. we should celebrate those things. We should high-five each other, give each other group hugs. We should do all those things. But, but I want to be better next time. And if I have always said, if I do that project again which I'll never do. Why mm. would I do that? It's done. I would do it different every time. You know, I, so every fucking time I would do it I've slightly s- different. I've said the same thing. Where or I, sometimes majorly different. I, I, I've said like, so like in my field, Just like the nature, the small monsters that come up, yeah. you fix them now and they won't be Baga, Baba Yaga's, oh, yeah. you know, two jobs down the line. We're like, I had an issue just two weeks ago. I, th- I don't know if I talk about it on the show or not, but like we did a whole job, custom set, like everything else. They did inset doors, and I. One of my jobs that I didn't question or didn't think about was what size dinner plates do they have? Nobody thinks about that. <laughs> we did an inset door. Paper. Their plates don't fit inside the cabinets because they don't have circular plates. It looks like an egg, like you dropped an, you cracked an egg, and it's just like in a weird oblong shape. I didn't know you made cabinets for Stephen Kaling. <laughs> the 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 fucking the cabinet the I needed a quarter of an inch to have the door shut. It's one of those issues where like it's a stupid problem. It's a but you pro- fixed it. It's a problem I a one of us should have caught it between me or Dwight. Neither one of us did. I'll take the fall. How on would that. you have caught it? Because it's just a question that like I should have brought up. Be like, hey, how big are your plates? Well, like it's just it's one of the, it's a stupid question, but it's a question that needs to be asked. But like, do, do you, you have, usually ask that? Yeah. Do you have weird plates? Do you okay. have odd shape? Do you have rectangular? Do you have plates? a checklist you go through with these people? I have, a, I have a mental checklist. Yeah. Do you physically write it down so that you can uh, repeat that checklist every time? Have you ever read the checklist manifesto? Mm. You should read the checklist manifesto. It's a pretty easy read. Okay. Yeah, but I, I have a list of things. Like, like it's your generic stuff. Like, it's stupid questions. Like, people yeah. don't think of. Stupid stuff that. Like, you're, you're, you're tall. Yep. You're, what are you? You're 6'4"? Six, 6'3". Four? Six, like, question is, like, before I meet them, like, how tall are you? And they are always like, why does it matter? I was like, how tall are you? I'm six foot. All right. Standard size is fine. If somebody is 6'6", six, six, 
a standard size cabinet, you're going to be hunched over and it's going to be uncomfortable. Let me know how tall you are. Yep. I'll raise those bastards up, yep. you know, three inches. It's going to be just like everything else. Adding three inches is a world of good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, to make all the difference. It makes all the difference. And it's just one of those things where like it just went through the cracks because either a, I just wasn't thinking about it or had other yeah. things in my mind or dealing with like, I'm ready for vacation mode or shit like that, where a simple question could have solved so many issues down the line. And we got done with a full set. And the only way to fix it was to rebuild the, them whole, all, thing. the whole thing. So the checklist manifesto, it, it, it really deals a lot with aeronautics mm. Um, it talks about a couple of plane crashes where um, people didn't know what to do in sort of crisis situations. So it talks about creating checklists for unusual situations so that you can just follow the checklist to resolve the issue in a sort of standard way that will resolve the issues. They had, it was a flight in Europe where the, the uh, engines froze up and there was a solution to this on a, I believe it was an Airbus. And all you had to do was these 10 things. And if you did these 10 things, everything worked out fine. Yeah. But they didn't do these 10 things, plane crashed. Okay. And so, um, uh, and I'm summarizing uh, 100 pages. Um, but if they put in all these Airbuses, you do these 10 things, everything's fine. So when this happens, you pull out the checklist, you run through these 10 things. And so the concept is you do checklist things under pressure. And that's fine. I mean, that's really good um, from a plane point of view. Yeah. yeah. Great idea. And so, um, and, and Rhino and I have talked about this. Like they have these checklists in all these airplanes, right? Because, you know, it's specific to airplanes yeah. and engines and all those things. But a lot of what we do checklists for will be um, around uh, preparation. So you go in and you on a project initiation, you ask these standard checklists and then you write down all those stupid questions that you don't just to make sure you ask all 50 stupid questions. Cause like my memory's pretty good, but I'll forget the plate question one time and it'll be the one fucking time it matters. And so, uh, it's a concept of, it's a, like a short little business read, but the kind I've given you the whole concept of the books, which is create checklists <laughs> of things that you need to do in order or in to make sure you get everything done to to uh, to just do that. And that that process makes me think of you should just write down all the stupid questions. We yeah. do that on standard report requests, um, just to make sure we ask all the questions so that we're not having to ask them later, which is the same thing you're talking about. Now, we don't have the rework issue you do, um, but we have some of the rework issue you do. Like, we have to rerun reports and modify them to a yeah. Or worse yet, they get out to the paper, which is my biggest concern, right? And they're wrong. It's the six Ps. Pee in the ground, <laughs> pee in the toilet, <laughs> pee in the urinal. What are the six Ps? Proper preparation prevents piss-poor performance. There you go. Yep. Nope, that's, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. So I'm, I'm trying to find the name of the guy. Um, but the the way I talking about the checklist and everything, the way I've got it is um, I was young. I don't even think you were alive yet. Or I, I might not have been alive yet either. But the the uh, the Columbia shuttle disaster. Yes. It the all O-ring ha- thing. It all happened with the O-ring. And one of the engineers knew of a problem with the O-ring. And like... He either brought it up or he didn't bring it up, but he himself to this day, if he's still alive, I'm not sure. He might have already passed by now. But, like, he knew there was an issue, and he's, he feels like he didn't do enough 
to to, to, to avert the issue to avert the disaster, and it you know and it, and it bothered him, sure. you know, to the very end. And I could see that. And so, like, you think about the the, the space shuttle or, or the rockets, like that Noop's ending up. Mm-hmm. They really have, uh, and I think probably even pre that disaster, they probably ran pretty tight checklists. I'm sure they ran even tighter checklists afterwards. Um, you know, if this is happening, then you shut it down. If this is happening, yeah. you shut it down because there's, you know, find another day. Oh, it's kind of like with, I, I've read, you know, some, art, some interviews and articles about Elon, love him, hate him. He could be a kook or whatever, but he said like, I, you know, I've learned more from our shuttles exploding sure. than from them landing properly. Well, I mean, failure is, uh, is I mean, depends on how you view it and how you fail. And a lot of things, every situation is unique, but uh, failure is, uh, is it can be a great, if you're open for it. It's, I think it's one of the greatest learning right. tools out there. Right. As long as you say to you, well, that didn't fucking work. Yeah. I wonder why. Right. Yeah. So once again, curious, willing to ask questions, uh-huh. go find answers, true answers, not bullshit answers or quick answers or point fingers answers. Say, what the fuck happened? That. That was suboptimal standard answer that Mo probably mm-hmm. just heard me say <laughs> that didn't work the way we intended. Yeah. That happens. Like if, <clears throat> so the funny part is in this book that I'm being asked to read now, they have this thing called OKRs, which is just goal setting stuff. I almost said nonsense. It's goal setting nonsense, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but they, they talk about you setting goals. And if you set and make all of your goals every quarter, yeah, they view that as a terrible thing. Yeah. Because you didn't set your goals high enough. You need to fail some. Yeah. You need to miss. It, it, because it's like, then you're stretching yourself because then then something's happening. The fact is, stuff has to happen. Yeah. You need to try and fail. It's, it's, now, you need to succeed. I mean, this isn't baseball. You need to succeed more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you want to bat at least 300. Right. You know, three, yeah. 400, 400 gets you in the hall. 250 if you bounce a bunch <laughs> over the wall. But, um, but yes. like, like, like I, can't write, I can't write code. Mo can write code. Can you write code? Yes. So the joke, the, the kind of the joke is that line of code worked, or the, that line of code didn't work. Why? And then you write another line of code, a line of code worked. Yeah, but why? It's just like, like it's just one of those things where like... Coding is the worst. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, so I'm an IT grad, and I program... Paula and I met at, a, at an insurance company that Paula still worked for, sort of does. Um, and she's a better programmer than I am. But <clears throat> I did that for 10 years, and then I got into management. They promoted me out of usefulness. Um, but the worst thing that can happen... <laughs> is um, something doesn't work and then it works. Yeah. And you just go, well, fuck. <laughs> that's exact. Yeah. Because you just go, I. It's not going to work again at some right, point. Right. <laughs> so they have mainframe tools. I don't know in the new world because I just don't know. I'd have to ask Paula and then she'd have to explain it to me slowly in little words. But we used to have tools that would allow you to go step by step in a program and watch. Uh-huh. And then you go, it would like jump somewhere and you go, why the fuck did you jump somewhere? Yeah. Like, and you just go, that, that shouldn't have happened. And then you'd, you'd spend all afternoon trying to figure out why I jumped somewhere. But at least you could follow it, like, like break it down like a code emulator thing. And, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, no, the worst thing that can happen is then it works and then it doesn't work. And then, and then you gotta figure out why that is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, um, 
It's one of the things that drives me nuts about people when I say they're not curious is something <laughs> something will work and they just go, oh, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. And you just go, I, why do you know that? Yeah, you want to dissect it. And <clears throat> I, Even if it works or you think it's right, do you know that for sure? And mm -hmm. so... Um, what other data points have you used to confirm that? And so I'm sort of a stickler for this. And so um, and and so it's one of the things that I drive people nuts with. You know, does somebody else check that? Does does this balance to what we've had before? And I, I like, you know, you need to be thoughtful. And then I'll jokingly say, well, it compiles. I'm sure it's fine, yeah. which is an old <laughs> 1980s joke that nobody gets. But it amuses the fuck out of me because, yeah. like, I'm old. Well, it's like I when in my broadcast days, I wanted to I wanted to go from analog note taking to digital note taking. So I Ooh. got a computer, started writing. That's hard, dude. Like cell sheets, it's different. Like, like all right, I want I want this running back number whatever ran for three yards. Add it to the total of this. Boom, worked. Went down a line to try to do it for something else and it didn't work. And I was just I was fighting it. And Mo came in and she's like, what are you trying to do? I was like, I, I, I don't know how to use Excel. I'm not very, I get all cocky and get all confident when I can make two plus two equals four and different stuff. <laughs> I was like, can you do this? She's like, yeah, of course. So it's like, it was funny watching her, but she like did the whole like crack the knuckles, like, ah, blah, 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 blah. and then it was like, how the fuck did you do that? She's like, yeah. I just, I'm, I can write, she's good I can write Excel code. I'm like, yeah. God damn, I can't do that. Excel is one of those tools with about four or five different levels. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just like. And so if you, you can be a base person, that's fine. Like I was doing calculations on minutes earlier today, and it's pretty standard, just equals blah, 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 and then you just build it out. And then you can do a next level where you're doing, you know, next level, and then you can do pivot tables and all that stuff. And then, then there's get to the point where somebody's built such a complicated thing. Mm -hmm. I've walked into rooms and they say, okay, I'm going to show you my Excel spreadsheet. And they pull it up and you just go. And you click on the cell and it has like 20 different colors. <laughs> right. And you just go, I'm not running the entire <laughs> department's finances <laughs> off of an Excel spreadsheet. Nope, that's not happening. We're not doing that. Let me tell you, I did one game digital, never went to digital again. I went straight analog for the rest right. of my tenure. <laughs> so the problem with doing stuff like that live is if anything if, goes wrong, mm -hmm then you can't catch up. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're fucking with it and then you're distracted from the and main then if you, and then if you try to fix something, you accidentally delete something from that yeah. line of code. Nope. And it just becomes gobbledygook. Yeah. Nope. That is people build systems around that, but you have to pay money. Yeah. Yeah. Excel. So I don't know if I've ever told you this story. There was a, the CIO of the department that I worked at for a long time in Illinois, where I was a con contractor, but also an employee for a while. Um, and he looked like Einstein. He intentionally looked like Einstein. Okay. Really smart guy. It's a specific super, look to go for, but I get right. it. Super innovative, great guy to work for. Really loved loved him uh, to work for him, and, and he was a cool dude. Um, he actually came to my office one time and said, any chance you think we could get Excel deleted off everybody in the States uh, desktop? <laughs> and I said, I actually... Don't disagree with your point, but yeah, the finance people aren't going to let you do that. No. <laughs> They're attached. Yeah. I, luckily for me, I don't need to know no code and no Excel. Yeah. But uh, I, I did that in college too. I was an IT major, and, and you write code for days and you get one thing, one thing out wrong. of place. Right. 
Oh, debugging Excel, <laughs> Excel, a complicated Excel spreadsheet that isn't working mm-hmm. is is just the worst. It's not yeah. like real programming. It's like really convoluted. Like, and so I try to explain to people how to do this. You build a worksheet um, that's your work tab, and then you do it cell by cell. So they and then you create controls in there so that you can debug it really easy. And they go, well, this is too much work. And I'm going, choose a different tool. Yeah, it pays off in the long run. Right. Nobody likes that, especially the finance people who want to jam it all in three cells. (laughs) (laughs) It just never fails. It doesn't doesn't total on. I said, yeah, it's in three fucking cells. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I'm not debugging your 75 (laughs) cell reference statement. Call someone else. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think we've had enough on this episode. Where we 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 started comical and then it went into like serious, serious stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah, it always does. So so Steve and I are going to be on vacation next week. Yeah. Um, wanted to try to get two shows this week. Uh, that is not going to happen because the guest I was going to have on has other prior engagements, so can't do it. So I'm just going to tell everybody now, not going to have a show on the. 10th 10th yeah yeah so this I can week just talk to myself if you want you could i tried that once it's fucking horrible <laughs> it's don't do that we could record on friday night but you can't edit it no that's the thing and and then when when we're on the boat like no service no nothing unless, no show on the 20th unless yeah no show on after this one we're going to take a, a week break but when we come back we already have a guest lined up because we're going to have coach jay back on and we're Perfect. gonna and we're gonna be doing the breakdown of so the, that Sunday night. No, it could be the Monday, Monday night. Okay, uh, Monday the thirteenth, we're gonna have him, and we're gonna be breaking down the March Madness bracket tournament, like we did last year. Okay, I will provide no insight as usual. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna have to cram a lot of basketball in between now and and then. I've already switched to college baseball. Really? Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I'm 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 more college basketball than baseball but i'm just not into basketball much i'm into in i'm into college level. i'm, I'm in my state is 11 and 20 <laughs> i'm really excited about this new coach and stuff yeah. really excited yeah um i think they've got a great future but this team is unlikely i mean there's been NCAAs. some there's already been some great like march madness style buzzer beaters we're coming up into the uh, Didn't know that. Uh, into conference play, conference tournament. I guess the conference tournament will be happening while we're mm-hmm. starts on, next on, weekend on the boat. So we'll maybe we'll find a nice little cabana in like Honduras or something and uh, check a Arkansas game or whatever <laughs> if we can't get a tea time <laughs> down there. But yeah, we'll have, we'll have Coach Jay back on doing that, and then we'll be back in a, other things as well. So cool. Looking forward to that, but. You all will get a nice little break from us because Steve and I are going to be have a nice constant buzz for seven days. Nice. Oh, yeah. Have fun. At least six of them. <laughs> At least, yeah. I guess. Maybe I the g- seventh one we relax I, a little. I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> drink, drink more water. Yeah. Day. <laughs> because the, we, we still have to drive back up. So. But I, I guess I need to get a bunch of cigars. I'll get those Thursday. To take. How many cigars are you taking? I don't know. Like, do you think like forty to fifty is enough? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking forty will be enough for the trip. So that would be approximately forty. Would be approximately six a day. So, like Mexico, 
I guess, you know, I guess one of the stops we're doing is Mexico, but they like, like, boom, no smoking in public at all, beaches right. included. But I don't know how that, I don't I know don't about think, Honduras and Belize and I don't stuff think like that. Your white ass should be on a beach in Mexico. <laughs> so I've, I've got, I've got a bunch of the, uh, the, the long sleeve UV shirts I'll be wearing. Like, I, I'm not a water person. I don't like open bodies of water. I don't like open areas, which we talked about before. So I'm not going to be doing that shit, but I will for sure have a fucking, give me a drink with an umbrella in it. That is like a color that is not natural, like a bright blue or bright pink or whatever. Sign me the fuck up for that. Give me like a drink in a pineapple or a coconut. Sign, I'm, I'm there all day long. Well, we're like opposite when it comes to sun as well. Cause you just turn bright red. Oh, I, I'm tomato. I turn like golden brown. Yeah. I'm in the sun for 10 minutes and I'm brown. It's, it's glorious. That's how, so it'll be me and the two girls just, yeah, <laughs> just chilling. I'll be out in the sun, like, just ah. chilling. Like, <laughs> like I'll be bringing a book to read, like an actual book to read. I got to figure out which one. Like Mo's like, You're the gonna, Jackie Collinses are very good. I, so I've, I've, uh, my dad gave me a, 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 a Star Wars book. Oh, nice. That I, I didn't know that Star Wars had books like that. So oh, like, they got a ton of books. Yeah. A ton of books, yeah. But I, I don't know. I think this is a Darth Maul book. It's like like his his backstory. So I was like, oh, that'd be a good one. So I'm, I might read. Well, there's probably, a whole section that they don't do in the movies after yeah. he, that everybody thinks he's dead, Yeah, but he's, he's not. not. He's not. Well, and so I know you talked about you wanted to start watching the uh, the animated stuff. So he, he yeah. definitely, he makes an appearance in the Clone Wars and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I think uh, Bad Batch as well, which that's just rave reviews on new Bad season Batch. Mandalorian's fixed to come out comes out Friday I believe so nice. we might man vacation's gonna start well with Amando and then drunken redneck boxing <laughs> is, is, I'm, I'm assuming it's probably back in West Virginia where I don't know where they're doing this one again so <laughs> Dude, you gotta come over Friday night and yeah. watch this stuff it's awesome okay. it, I, I, already looked at the we, I already looked at the weather it's gonna be like 55 so I'll have it's warm the, enough I'll have the heater on I got a fire pit you know okay get some za you know just za get oh my god <laughs> if you say that again I'm gonna punch you <laughs> za yes so while we enjoy our vacation y'all enjoy the vacation of not listening to the shit show and we'll be back with a good NCAA recap after that. That and we got, and then another one as well, which I'm. That one's going to be more of a leadership esque style with a buddy of mine, so that'll be fun as nice. well. Talk to him today, and we got good. that already in the books and on the books in on the books in the books. I mean, you did it already. It's on the books. It's penciled in. Actually, you have pencils. <laughs> Dude, I, all I I I the know woodworker. I know oh, my way. Point. I can tell you what mechanical pencils are the best. I can tell you what lead is the best. We should do a show on that. I dude, <laughs> I am. Partic- we should get Tim on here and we can talk about pens. Oh my god, I am partic- like as particular as Tim is with his pens. I am with my pencils. Like nice. I will not use anything other than a one point three lead. I have specific pencils that like fit properly. Like, like I can't, I can't wear it behind my, I can't wear it behind my ear because of my glasses. So I tuck it in my hat. There's some that will fall out. I have one specific pencil that will not fall out. It just stays there all day. It's the best one. It's called the urine pencil. It is the urine pencil. The problem with like the, the problem with me, um, the shit I like is expensive. <laughs> Surprise. 
Yeah, that is actually. I was wondering where you're going. Yeah. Yes. Bougie. I am bougie. Bougie, bougie, bougie. With his Zaw. Uh... <laughs> yes. I will, man, I will break down a motherfucking pencil. I know pencils. So. Okay. <laughs> right, but can you make a cabin out of vertical logs? I, you know what? I... I'll we'll send you I, that link. I want to watch that. Yeah, send me that link. I want to watch that. that that's Bush Radical. Something to, impressive. to watch. Kyle's Cabin and Bush Radical. And Those you, are the two and best. Then I'll send you the Sarah Underwood uh, cabin building stuff. Yeah, I'd love that. I, I enjoy that. It is why very they, therapeutic. Why don't they build them vertical like that? More people to go. Because I don't know. It'd be interesting to know. I think There's got to be a reason. I think it's easier to build stacking. He yeah. was saying that the log shrinkage will c- cause gaps, so he was putting in some stuff in between. Yeah, they always put some sort of study yeah, but, in the <clears throat> There's Yeah, so I don't know. It looks So far, it looks cool. I'm about three-quarters of the way through. So Is it, is it a long video? It's about an hour. Have either of you guys watched the new uh, PGA Tour show on Netflix called Full Swing? Mm. No. I've, I've, seen, I've seen like trailers and stuff I don't watch it. like uh, overly produced stuff <clears throat> I mean it, it, lo- me, it looks really good once again the rabbit hole I ran down was call me Chris <laughs> call me Chris dude she's so funny <laughs> oh you know that show yeah she's hilarious she is hilarious the little with the little baby with, with little hands <laughs> right oh my <laughs> fuck that was five hours of watching that shit last night oh, whatever character wears the pit vipers yes oh it, yeah she, chad she is hilarious yeah chad wears yeah. the pit vipers she's cute too she's cute oh my god but she's funny i liked when she put on makeup and her producer jay was talking over the top of her and it was like making really inappropriate comments <laughs> and it was just like oh this is it's she's you, hilarious you need to watch the video of the the thirsty dudes jumping in her DMs. That, oh, I haven't seen that one. That's, I'll, uh, I we'll do that one again. It's, the, it's, dude, I can it's only... the one, the ones I was watching towards the end last night was things only dudes was understand. And then she had her brother come on who's like 21. Uh-huh. And, and, and then he at some point made some sexual reference and she goes, I didn't want to fucking know that <laughs> you need to watch how do you know that have you seen the video of her i guess chad character that buys the van it's the, it's right so, it's so put scooby-doo on the side yes and like he was like you know i was thinking like like putting like free candy on it like because kids love candy and she's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like the office when he's trying to oh little, oh, kid, little kid lover little kid lover oh, with, with, a, with a neighbor with the with the neighbor who was like taking pictures of her like yeah, oh yeah that would yeah yeah she's she she's hilarious she's hilarious yeah all right we'll talk to everybody in two weeks two weeks be the good adios cilantro cilantro <laughs> sage <laughs> Underused, an underused herb. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not sure I agree with you because when they do use it, they use too much of it. It has to be used properly, but like, right. I want more sage in other than just like Thanksgiving food. I love sage, but don't fucking burn sage in a house to get rid of like bad vibes. Sage hey, burning. If that's what you're into, do it. But I'm saying for me, it. it How about just don't have bad vibes? Well, that's right. How about we end this show? <laughs> 